Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bot, and the boom shakalakas, baby. We are the sports crew. I am the captain, and this is what we like to affectionately refer to as a wasted Wednesday. But God bless. Got a couple members of the brew crew getting ready to go to Vegas. So Lord knows, I don't even think what we do tonight is going to remotely touch what kind of shenanigans they get themselves into once they are in the strip. God. I hope you guys have a fantastic time, by the way. And uh, how fitting, of course, that we've like kind of made fun of the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight, and you two suckers are going to be there prompt time for the <laughs> Mayweather-McGregor fight. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. So let's go ahead and get everybody in here just for good measure, man. Got to do that. First and foremost, let's go ahead and get old D-Set in here proper, man. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, I want, I want a little bit of that Vegas stank on your woo, okay? I got you. All right, here we go, brother. Woo! Fair enough. <laughs> Are you taking the over or under on uh, travel time to get to Vegas? <laughs> Just curious. Um, I'll take the under. You'll take the under. You're starting super early, though, like three thirty in the morning on Friday. Like rise. Well, the, like I'm, I'm, I'm up and at them to to get to the airport. The flight leaves at six. Uh, we'll get to. We should get to Phoenix. We're we're flying into Phoenix to meet the one and only donkey. Yeah. And then we're driving into Vegas, so we should be to Vegas by. Probably by mid afternoon, like three o'clock or so on on uh, Friday. All right, nice. well, that'll give you time. I would say you could pregame while you're in the car, but you probably can't do that. So, uh, yeah, hey, if you're not driving, of course you can. Well, true, but that would be rather uh, irresponsible of me to suggest in any capacity. Um, wink, wink. But hey, wink, wink. Speaking of. Let's go ahead and do this proper, man. Shannon knows what you could not pregame with in the car on the road to Phoenix. <laughs> What's up, McGuffin? How you doing, man? Uh, well played, brother. Yeah, I, it was it was it was sitting there. My mouse was just hovering around as I was trying to figure out what song to play for you. And you made that comment. It's like, yo, that's the, that's the direction. That's where we're going. Gin and juice, baby. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. We do love it. I, I will say this. What happens in Vegas will be told on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> More than likely. We do that will be a must-hear podcast, fellas. We do want to hear some stories. Got to hear at least one good Vegas story. Right, we got you. If y'all don't come back with one, at least one good Vegas story, you're fired. <laughs> come on, man. I respect that. All right. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Let's see old Randy. You know what? Hmm. You know what? I'm feeling this one, man. I'm going to give you a little seven dust. Yeah! Because I know you're hype, man. I know you're hype for going to Vegas. I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. I'm glad, shadow it out. I'm glad you can be hyped for you know your trip, because don't be hyped for your football team this year. Dude, I haven't been hyped for what the Niners are going to do at all. I look at the schedule. I'm like, oh, look, maybe if we're lucky, four wins. Great. Nah, they'll probably, they'll probably find a way to be better than that. Well, well, what's really interesting is Mark and I were talking before the, the podcast. We found out we're actually going to be on the same flight from Detroit to Phoenix. That's rando. Huh. So basically, uh, well, if you hear any uh, news stories about a plane going down because of gas, it's probably us. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm assuming you don't mean because the flight ran out of fuel, I think. <laughs> That's why they ain't running out of gas, man. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, 
the real natural gas pipeline in America. <laughs> Destead and old giggity guiles. <laughs> Thank you. I dreamed a dream that somebody would help save our energy policy, and it's you two guys. After a Vegas trip and a stopover at Taco Taco Bell. There it is. That's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. In, insane in the methane. Yeah, I know where that's going to go. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, all kidding aside, man, I'm super stoked. I, I really do hope you guys have a fantastic time in Vegas. So, it, it, yeah, man, I know it's going to be good. I, I wish I could be joining you another year, another year. We're not, not quite there yet with the three-year-old and the one-year-old. But one year, you know, I'll, I'll come hang out with you guys and I'll – don't worry. I'm not old enough yet where I won't be able to hang. Now, Ten years down the road, maybe I won't, but I'm still okay. <laughs> I still got, I still got, you know, let's, uh, let's crank up the party game. I'm not, I haven't lost that ability yet. It's more selective than it used to be. A little bit more selective than it used to be out of some out of necessity. Uh, but, uh, that's okay. So, well, we got a lot of things we kind of want to talk about tonight. And some of this really doing the podcast tonight is, is kind of getting, you know, the summer's wrapping up. Uh, obviously we have NFL preseason, um, so, the, you know, football season's right around the corner. We got college football right around the corner. Uh, Shannon, I think you said there's a game Sunday, yeah? Uh, there's two games on Saturday. Oh, Saturday, my bad. Yeah, not nothing really big, but, I mean, it's nice to have football at counts. Yeah, of course. And it's kind of more or less an appetizer before next weekend. Yeah. Where college football, or next Thursday, I should say, where college football's going to kick off big time. Yeah. You got a, a little teaser, right? Yeah, a little, little teaser. A little teaser, man. Just a, a, a play. Yeah, a little, wet the whistle a little bit. And why not? Why not? You know, that stuff's good. So we'll touch on a little bit of college football, maybe some storylines. Uh, shocker, Alabama will be good. <laughs> no, no shock there, man. Uh, but, yeah, we'll cross the bridge on some of that stuff. We'll laugh at some of the NFL quarterbacks, you know, quarterback deals. We'll have some stupid stories, undoubtedly. But um, a couple things that I think, you know, we might as well focus on out of the gate. One is the Vegas trip. And then obviously, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving getting moved from the, the Cavs to the Celtics. That's was the news of the day yesterday. And when Whitfield dropped that in the sports room chat, we were like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> well, seriously? So that was pretty yeah. wild. So I guess, do we want to go Vegas and boxing? Or do we want to go NBA, Cavs, Celtics? Because I mean, we're going to cover both. Vegas, Vegas and boxing. I'd Vegas say. and boxing. Okay. So... <laughs> This is one of those things, man. I, I got to tell you, like, I'm intrigued by the fight, and I've had to, I've been on the phone a lot with random customer service things. Like, uh, I bought a portable AC that broke, uh, and I had to call and get that dealt with from my mom. It was under warranty, and then I was calling Verizon because my file. I'm all out of contract with FiOS, and I'm trying to get them to hook me up with some sweet stuff. They're stingy, man. Come on, Verizon FiOS, hook me up, yo. Um, <laughs> trying to charge me for some quantum router. Get out of my face. Um, get the hell out of here. But every person I talk to, like, we're sitting there, like. They're like, well, sorry, I've got to look some stuff up on your account. I'm like, well, that's okay. Just don't put me, put me on hold. I don't want to listen to any terrible VRU hold music, okay? Um, and, and I've been asked about the Mayweather-McGregor fight multiple times. And it's one of those things that people are intrigued, I think legitimately intrigued by the setup to it. I don't know that it's going to be good or great. I think they've done a great job of selling it. I think they've done a great job of, 
you know, antagonizing people. Uh, I love the initial press conference, you know, that they had. I think they kind of, you know, got off topic, off message, and, and you know, lost a little bit as it kind of went on. But you know, the setup is there, right? And they've stoked the flames. I think people that normally wouldn't care about boxing per se, uh, maybe they're MMA fans. Maybe there's some people that like. Uh, I think as Wilbon has said, and other people have certainly said, the Great White Hope. I think there are people that hate Mayweather and just want to see him lose. I think people are curious if McGregor can actually do anything. Um, you know, so you have the betting aspect, you have the actual box, <laughs> the actual boxing aspect, and then what kind of crazy are we going to see? You know what I mean? So I think people are intrigued. I don't know that it's going to ultimately pay off and be a really satisfying fight. It might be, you know, like there's just enough crazy in it that it's compelling enough that people want to know what happens. And oh, wanna... it'll pay off for Mayweather and McGregor. Well, the, the money will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I would imagine they stand to make an absolutely insane amount of bank. I, th- I probably have it somewhere. Uh, million each. Yeah, I mean, more. some of it's going to be contingent on you know how many people buy the pay per view because of course you know people are more than happy to steal or er, stream or er, Periscope or er, find ways to view it alternatively. Um, but I'm sure they'll say they'll looking s- at you, Whitfield. <laughs> where, where were we? Was it the bachelor party? Was it my bachelor party at uh, what was that Crater Lake? I don't remember Smith Mountain Lake. And yeah, th- th- there was some kind of fight going. There was something going on. I think Whitfield was trying to get somebody to pull some weird stream on their laptop, and they couldn't get to it. And they were like, "I'm done with all this. Just too much porn." <laughs> I don't know what it was, you know, and, and it got <laughs> shut down. Uh, but uh, I, have you seen the money belt? Have you seen that? Actually, I haven't. Okay, so uh, they had a press conference on Wednesday at the MGM Grand, uh, and the event officials unveiled uh, the money belt, which is going to go to the one of the fight. And it was absolutely ridiculous, dude. So did they steal that from the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase? It, it kind of feels like it, right? So here's the, the deal. million-dollar belt. The money belt has 3,360 diamonds, 600 sapphires, 300 emeralds, three pounds of, three pounds of gold. Pounds. Holy Shit. Of gold. Good and Lord. crocodile skin from an entire crocodile. N- nothing, <laughs> wow. left o- nothing left over for shoes either, man. It's, it's stone cold, man. So <laughs> that's Damn. crazy. And look, uh, we know that Mayweather is the favorite. The belt already has his money nickname. You know what I'm saying? It's the money belt. Right? And, yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's pretty crazy. It's a hell of a belt. It's wow. a hell of a belt. So I'm in. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm looking at a picture right now. Good lord! Yeah, yeah, it, it's How pretty fancy. That thing worth? The article I had didn't have a figure on it, but I'm sure it's it's worth a ton. Again, three pounds of gold, dude. That that alone, that alone, crazy amount of value. What do you think? So, seven, eight figures at least. I mean, how much was that Victoria's Secret diamond bra worth? Do you remember Sorry. that? For- from back in yeah. the day, oh yeah, probably eight figures. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's worth a ton. It, sure. Oh, one other thing I thought was great. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, the, have you seen the McGregor challenge? Oh God, no. So, so you know, Conor McGregor has this crazy kind of weird swing in my arm. You know how it, like Phelps had the crazy like warm up before he would swim, and people would do yeah. that, right? Well, Conor McGregor has this kind of weird arms flailing, kind of loosening up thing. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so people have been have been uh, kind of acting out, reading, you know. They call it the McGregor Challenge, and so you'll see a whole bunch of people. They've got all these little 
little short videos uh, on select your social network of choice because uh, there's tons. And they'll be warming up and they'll start doing it. And it's, I mean, it's really a hoot. It's really a hoot. But this is one of those fights that crosses over into pop culture. It's not just sport. You know what I mean? It's not just a sports thing. It's a pop culture thing. Uh, and that's when you know it's an event, right? That's when you yeah. know it's an event. And oh, so yeah. they've done a good job of selling the event. And you clearly have the MMA fans that are curious about this. And, uh, you know, look, I, I think a lot of people, if nothing else, maybe they just want to see Mayweather lose. I don't believe that's going to happen. Is it possible? Anything's possible. Do I think Mayweather's going to lose to McGregor? I don't. Could it happen? It. Sure. But I would be shocked. Right. But I do think Mayweather has been around long enough and has, you know, people dislike him. And he, again, he knows how to play the game. He's great oh at self promoting. He knows how to play the game. He's so good. Yeah. So he's, he's good at getting people to hate him. Right. But it just lines his pockets. It mm -hmm. just lines his pockets. But he's going for 50 and 0. Although, you know, some people say this shouldn't be recognized. It shouldn't count either way. No matter whether he wins or loses, this shouldn't factor into his overall record. It should be more of an exhibition. Yeah, but. they they say treat it as an really it's an exhibition. It's not really a a true boxing match. You know what I mean? And that's at least I get it. I don't know that I would necessarily go that way, but I, I'll listen to the argument, right? I'll listen to the argument. But anyway, I, I think there are people that just want to see Mayweather lose. So. This could be a great spectacle. So I guess, Mark, a couple of things. A, let's talk about some prop bets with it. And I'm sure you've looked at Bovada lines. I don't know if you're, if you're betting anything on it at all, uh, just for funsies. But I'm curious, there's the actual fight take, and then there's the betting world take. So I'm kind of curious about your perspective on those two angles with Mayweather and McGregor. Well, first I'll tell you, I, I looked up, because I was very curious myself, um, looked up the, you know, expected purse and right now there's they're looking at if it stays similar in line um uh with with the mayweather pacquiao fights yeah they think it could be worth uh, anywhere around 390 million uh with with total revenues exceeding 500 million and the both fighters signed confidentiality agreements so we won't know you know how much they you know would take of, of that but uh this you know expert predicts that Mayweather would probably get about 75, 70 to 75% of the purse uh, since he was the A side of negotiations. Mm -hmm. um, they'll, they'll have a great payday for each of them. Uh, honestly, betting-wise, I mean, I, I've paid very little attention to it because <laughs> I've said from the beginning I have absolutely no interest in I'm now – Oh, it's it's great that we 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 really we we honestly we were initially going there on Sunday. There's a, a gaming convention at the Venetian where we're staying, so that's why we're going there. So it's just a happy accident that it happened to be the same weekend as the fight. Um, I, I'm I'm definitely very interested. So we're gonna make sure we find a good spot to watch the fights. That's how I had uh, my first kid, man. That was a happy accident. No, I'm just kidding. 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 <laughs> anyway, keep going. Sorry, I couldn't resist that line right there. Uh, keep going. <laughs> um, so we'll find a good spot to watch it. I'm I'm hoping for a good fight, but mm -hmm. my feeling is in line with most people, uh, as we we're saying, which is that Mayweather should handle this pretty easily. Uh, to me, it's 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 a stunt, and I, I I it makes me a little sad just because I feel like, uh, and I've said this many times before, it feels like boxing is is 
close to being a dead sport almost. There just aren't enough big names anymore. There's you know, MMA and UFC is taking so much of the attention away. And, and I, I enjoy UFC and I enjoy it. So I'm not knocking it necessarily. And I think Dana White's a genius for how he's he's developed it. And yeah. The way he puts on events. And I mean, he, he's always got at least a, a really big you know fight or two to go on. But I think that also the you know undercard, the lesser fights still turn out to be pretty entertaining. Whereas I just don't feel like there's enough people that are drawn in by boxing as much anymore because they just they don't know the boxers and i don't know that there's a lot of quality fights to go on anymore i don't know what needs to be done to fix it but it's it's in bad shape so i want it to be a good fight but i just feel like it's you know you're going into the experts arena connor's going in the experts arena obviously you put mayweather in an octagon and mcgregor would destroy him that's right just no 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 shit no doubt but I just think that as, as I understand why Mayweather gets the the, the the hate he does for his you know pretty passive style for his very defensive style, but he's smart. It's why he's won so many fights. The, the name of the game is to not get hit. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and and see, he's an expert at it, and so I, I just I I feel very strongly that it's going to be Mayweather playing a lot of defense, just just protecting himself, and McGregor's going to get anxious, and he's going to you know want to make something happen, and he's going to make a mistake, and Mayweather yeah. will take him down. I saw a really entertaining interview um, on uh, Kimmel with with Mayweather, and and I feel like kind of opposite of, of LeVar Ball. Like, I, I can't stand listening to that man talk anymore. I, I really, I'm I just... Who, I, LeVar I Ball? Yeah, I can't freaking stand it. But Mayweather kind of entertains me, and I'm just saying because they're both, you know, obviously extremely arrogant and full of themselves. But but Mayweather, he he kind of amuses me, and I still don't like him. But uh, but I just feel like his his style of kind of arrogance I can tolerate a little more right than than somebody like the Ball because he is kind of funny. Um, Well, he can back it up too. Oh, absolutely, exactly. That's that's the thing. Yeah, he's he's not. Boy can back it up. Lavar can't. (laughs) Well, no, we saw we saw Lavar Ball. It was in the Big Three League with Ice Cube. Oh God! (laughs) Jacking up four point shots or whatever. At least at least he showed up to do it. I mean, at least he he did that. But granted, I don't know how many of us could hit a four point shot. Uh, I don't know where that is. I mean, unless you're you know Steph Curry, you're probably not draining a whole bunch of those. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah, but you make we make a great point, Shannon. That that, that uh, Mayweather backs it up. Um, so uh, Mayweather was talking to Kimmel. Sorry, that was a page. It just had like a random song, but it almost sort of worked, almost. <laughs> so I was tempted I was to like, let it play out, but I didn't know where it, I didn't know where it was going to go. So I decided I had trying to, stop. to go a dream to dream. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's the wannabe. Um, so May- Mayweather was talking about the fight, obviously, and. Um, Campbell was trying to get him to, to, to talk about uh, prop bets, and uh, Mayweather was like, yeah, of course, I know all about prop bets, and Campbell was trying to get some, some ends from him about, like, you know, is Bieber going to come into the arena with you and things like that, and yeah. you know, Mayweather would really answer, but the one that he did answer was, you know, how about, uh, you know, do you think there's any chance this fight goes a distance, and Mayweather just goes, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, I mean, I, well, I tend to follow suit, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It would be very surprising to see it go the go the go the distance, but I I want to see a good fight. I mean, obviously, I I don't want to see it just be another absolute dud. Uh, so I mean, I'm hoping for some entertainment. Well, I certainly hope it's better than that Pacquiao hug fest. Um, oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> so you know, here, here's the thing: like, if McGregor's going to do something, I guess if you're going to look for some opportunity space for him, you go okay. 
he's not an orthodox boxer, right? So he may not do the things that typically a boxer would do, right? And if he's smart, you'd think he'd push as many bounds as he could. I mean, he's not going to, you know, kick Mayweather in the head. But, you know, if he can, you know, get some elbows or other things, if he can kind of, like, really kind of push the boundaries of, of what the ref will allow, maybe that's good. But, you know, to me, you know, Mayweather can handle going to distance if it, if it does that. I don't know that McGregor could. Right, so you'd like to you'd almost think that maybe McGregor has three really good rounds in him, right? Depending on how yeah. well he can take a hit or, or these other things, um, but I would just be shocked if he can manage his energy and physical presence beyond maybe three, maybe four rounds, right? So if he can't do it early, I really don't like it. Well, I don't like his chances to begin with, but right. to me, it's like you, you kind of expect. If McGregor's going to have a shot, it, he's going to have to be unorthodox, right? Because he's right. an unorthodox guy anyway. So, so he's going to have to somehow catch Mayweather off guard. And that seems very unlikely. I know Mayweather's been joking around. He's out getting, you know, going to strip clubs and eating Burger King and, and whatever. You know, got to keep weight on. So maybe he's, you know, kind of taking his little bit of joke. I know he's, he's, he certainly said, well, he's not the same fighter he was. He's older, blah, blah, blah. But I think a lot of that is still just part of the sell job. You know, oh, yeah. because so many people just think he's going to win. But to, I'm hard-pressed to think that he's not just going to find a way to win it on technical stuff because he's such a skilled, you know what I mean, such a skilled boxer that if he can, you know, unless McGregor gets some, like, puncher, you know, puncher's chance lucky kind of shot in, I just don't see how it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it can't, right? But, uh, you know, maybe we give McGregor a couple of rounds where he's fresh and he can deal with it. But I just think Floyd, can he can energize or bunny the guy. He's going to be able to defend against the guy. And, you know, once he wears him down, what I'd be curious about is it was, is if and when McGregor gets tired, if Mayweather gets more aggressive than he is. You know what I mean? If he, if sure. he gets a little bit more aggressive than he typically does. That, and again... Like I said, I, I don't know that this is going to be a good fight. I think it's compelling for a couple different reasons, and that I am intrigued by how Mayweather actually treats the fight, particularly given the criticism of, say, Pacquiao and some of the other stuff. He doesn't need to do that. He just needs to win. And if it's going to count on his record, 50-0, walk off. He got a, you know, I don't know, what's he going to get, 150, 200 million, whatever. He can walk off, be good, man. So, do you think, do you, think you, you yourself are going to try to find a way to watch it live? I'm not going to pay for it. So if there happens to be a random um, non-Whitfield-approved Periscope stream, <laughs> am I? Um, I mean, I certainly wouldn't torrent the fight. I wouldn't do that. I'll do. That's my Magic Johnson wink, by the way. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll kind of see. I, I don't know. I, I hope it's decent. Uh, we'll see what kind of storylines come out of it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll say I'll say the one other pretty great thing that uh, Mayweather said while he was on Kimmel was, uh, you know, Kimmel was expressing, I guess I didn't finish talking about the betting side of it. The mm -hmm. reason I, I don't have any desire to put anything on it is Mayweather's such a huge favor. You have to put a significant bet down on, on Mayweather just to get any kind of return. And again, I, I give McGregor so little shot that I'm, I'm just not going to waste my money on that. As anybody else will say, of course, there's you know, the puncher's chance. Of course it could happen, but I just don't see it. So I'm, yeah. I'm not putting my money there. But uh, but anyway, so Kimmel, Kimmel was basically saying the same thing to him. You know, saying, I, I, he's saying I've been you know, conflicted because you know, I, I, Kimmel was saying, I believe so much that you're going to win the fight. But because you're such a huge favorite, you know, I have to put a lot of money down. And Mayweather just looked up and said, look, you put down as much as you want. If I lose, I will personally reimburse you. 
I'm pretty sure he's dead serious. Kimball was like, oh, that's that's a fantastic offer. He might be. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it sounded like the story was all the small-time betters, all the all the normal, all, like, the Joe average better. They're going to throw 50, yeah. 100, a couple hundred bucks on, Mc- you know what I mean, on McGregor because the, yeah. the payoff is so good, right? Exactly. Now, granted, I think a whole bunch of books would take it in the chins. It, <laughs> pretty appropriate for a boxing reference oh, yeah. if McGregor won. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Especially in the first four rounds. But, I don't know if you all saw that article from Yahoo. Yeah. But – if no, McGregor uh-uh. were to knock out Mayweather in the first four rounds, like Vegas would, it would be the worst loss in Vegas history. They, they would need better insurance than Odell Beckham Jr. needs on himself, <laughs> right? For that, too soon. For that, too soon. Uh, for that kind of deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, oh my God. I mean, Lord knows what kind of prop bets that would eradicate, too. But it, it, it oh sounds to me gosh. like the small time betters, you, you put the money on McGregor, and the yeah. big dogs, you put it on. Mayweather, I could but, swear I I saw something that said you know Mayweather never bets on himself, but I could swear I don't know that I buy that, but I could swear that I saw something that said he was considering putting five million on himself. I don't. Can, I, I, I I can believe that. And it's like, can you do that? But how much would he win? I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I guess, but realistically though, uh, anybody you expect? I mean, Shannon, we I think we kind of like crowded you out on this, but. I mean, are your expectations in line before we get to Probets? Are your expect- expectations kind of in line with where we've been going? Dude, Mayweather is one of the three best boxers in the history of that sport. There's no chance he loses. Zero. Dean Wormer, 0.0. Dean Wormer, 0.0. If he loses, then he he didn't take this fight seriously. But I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I got you. You don't get the forty nine and zero and go against some dude that does boxing for fun to lose to him. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Well, how about well, Mr. Giles? What do you think? Oh, I'm pretty sure that Mayweather is going to win, even though I would love nothing more than to see him lose. <laughs> oh, there's our Mayweather let's, hater. <laughs> let's be honest, the dude, the dude acts like a douche. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's I think it's safe to say both guys have acted like complete jack wagons to help sell the fight. Well, considering that it's, lovely it, suit that McGregor has, yeah. Oh, that suit, dude. That suit it's, is great. It's been such a shit show. I man. hope that what's that uh, Halloween store? Is it Spirit, the one that pops up like every yes. year? I hope Spirit has Conor McGregor costumes with that suit. If they haven't <laughs> made awesome. it yet, there you go. If if you're listening to the podcast, somebody that works for Spirit or designs co- Halloween costumes, I would, this would be a, a slightly more adult themed. The fu suit pinstripe would be great. That would be great. <laughs> All right, so uh, it, it it seems like everybody is Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. barring something insane. Smart and that, yes. Dead. Hey, well, if you know I what? Bet on it. That's where I'd go. Maybe if one of us wins the Powerball tonight. Uh, we can totally uh, put a big fat bet on Mayweather, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? What the so hell? I, I, you know, one other thing I was going to say about the fight what? is that, I mean, as as of uh, at least let's say a week or two ago, I know the ticket sales for the actual event are not going as well as they were hoping. I think uh, again, as of like a week or so ago, there were still uh, a good good amount of tickets available. I think starting around five k, which I I I would love to get a ticket. To- go I, I think uh just just to see the spectacle would be pretty entertaining uh, but uh if they don't sell out man they may give out some freebies you never know sure i mean i i i know they were definitely in trouble when i saw you know my, my online book uh bovada was like having a you know ticket promotion to try to win tickets i was like that's you don't usually see that so i mean <laughs> i think uh 
that, that's, that's definitely surprising that it hasn't been selling like they were expecting it to. But yeah, well, yeah. I, I'd imagine by the day of it'll be sold out. But probably, probably. If nothing else, just some curiosity. You know, yeah. People want to wait it out. All right, let's run through some like rando prop bets. I don't, know, I, I don't know if this is pulled off Bavada, where they kind of gathered some of these from, but I like uh, which fighter will have a longer fight walkout. That's always a good one. <laughs> good one. Wait, what do you think? We'll, we'll, we'll say Floyd. All right. Uh, who will have more people with him during during the fight walkout? Ooh, Floyd. I think that's Floyd, too, yeah. Yeah. Will Floyd Mayweather wear a The Money Team hat during the fight walkout? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll see, yeah. <laughs> Will Justin Bieber walk out with Floyd Mayweather? No, apparently they're beefing. No. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Just because J- Justin's finding God, so he's... Yeah, Justin will be at Bible study. He's, uh, well. he's cut, 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 I mean, seriously, supposedly he's cut out Mayweather, and Mayweather got furious the other day when he found out about it because he deleted him on some social media. Huh. So they're no longer friends. I was I was thinking we were going to know what their walkout song would be. I do hope somebody made a remix where they say burrito and Dorito in this thing. That has to exist. Anyway, <laughs> well, I saw, I saw so no Despacito, no Justin Bieber walking out with yeah. uh, the Money Team. Yeah. Okay. But did yeah. you know since since that song and video has been released after? I mean, the videos that were above it have been around forever, but it's the most viewed video on YouTube now. Is even it? Though it's only been yes. Ugh. Took over like Gangnam Style and See You Again. The uh, yeah. yeah, 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 the Fast and Furious deal. Fast and yeah. Furious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those huh. have been around forever. It's crazy. You know what's going to be uh, shortly be the most viewed uh, video on YouTube? is going to be that effing wax figure of Paul Pierce. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> How bad that thing is. Dude, come on, man. Y'all can't be doing Paul Pierce like that. <laughs> Looks like they made a wax figure and then they left it in the oven too long. To, you know, it's like, <laughs> like it half melted. It looks terrible. F-O-H. <laughs> F out of here, man. It looks terrible. <laughs> looks terrible. Anyway, it, yeah, Despacito. I don't know, man. You know, I had kind of missed out. Oh, oh, this whole summer we've been doing other stuff, and we totally missed out on the Despacito cha- train. So I, I felt like I had to work. You know what I mean? I felt like I had to work it in somehow. I get it. I, I appreciate it. I, yeah, I don't hate the song, and the, the lyrics are a little bit naughty for sure. <laughs> uh, when you read the translate, maybe that song was so dirty. Apparently, it sent Justin Bieber to find God, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do, have you guys ever seen the concert where Bieber's walking on the stage and then falls like through a trap door or something? Yes, yes. Every time I see that, I laugh. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Where's my burrito? Anyway, um, Where's my burrito? <laughs> be Randy and Mark at the uh, Taco Bell on Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. How, how about how about this total Donald Trump tweets on the day of the fight? Over uh, the under over, six and a half. Yeah, over under is six and a half. I'm going with the over. I'll take the under. <laughs> Let's wow. see. 
Are, are we going Eastern Standard Time or Pacific Standard Time? <laughs> it just it doesn't have that. It doesn't doesn't specify. That's good. Good question. Doesn't specify. I'll say under. I'll say under. Uh, and then, will there be an a, a, an MMA rematch in 2018? No. Uh, <laughs> There's no way, dude. May, may, Mayweather, when he was on Kimmel, I mean, of course, Kimmel asked that, and he 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 kind of left the window slightly open. He said, "We got to take care of this fight first, and then you know we'll 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 see what happens next." But I mean, he he just there's no way There's Mayweather no. is that stupid. I don't. I don't think so. Well, I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's pretty. He is pretty stupid. I mean, again, the the whole thing about he can't read at all. But he's. I don't think he's. That he makes stupid. money. If the he, money. He if the money's right, he'd probably do it. But really, does yeah, he want yeah, to but they don't. They don't, they don't. He's not going to make that much money no, in MMA. No, like, it's not the, happening. The money's in boxing. Exactly. It's not, no. Yeah. Now, I'd be curious how much Conor McGregor has to pay out to. Why can't I think of that dude's name with the MMA? Dana White. Uh, Dana White. I, I'm curious, like what he has to pay out to them. You know what I mean? For true, I, I'd I'd love to know. Is it like ten percent, thirty percent, forty percent? I'd I'd love to know what Dana White's making off McGregor being in this fight. True. Love, love, love to know. So uh, well, la- la- last like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. McGregor's not going to let him take any more than ten percent. You think? <laughs> but you never know. As, uh, as, say the, 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 la- the last thing from the Kimmel interview that was uh, so Mayweather like, but uh, Kimmel was like, they, they were talking about money and a couple of different things were discussed. And he's like, Kimmel asked him, he's like, so, like, how much money is like the most money you've ever carried on you at once? And, and Mayweather seemed kind of stumped for a second. He was thinking about, he's like, fifty million. He's like, how do you carry fifty million? He's like, well, certainly I didn't carry it on myself, but I had people with me to carry that around. I was like, so where are you carrying <laughs> carrying it to? <laughs> and Mayweather's like, to a different location. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. So, so ridiculous to <laughs> carry fifty million dollars with you. Jesus I, Christ. I do like this one line. Uh, There's an article in Bleacher Report, and so it's a whole bunch of uh, writers and people talking about it. But I, I like this line, um, and it says uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the guys Dundas. I hope I pronounced his name right. Uh, it says, uh, "quote I think it will live up to the hype as an incredible spectacle featuring two of the best self promoters in all of sports." The overwhelming likelihood, likelihood, however, is that the fight itself leaves people wondering what exactly they just spent a hundred dollars on. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, so, uh, and a dime. And here's uh, it, it, here's a. This was the one I, I had forgotten when we were talking about the money. I meant to go back to this same article in Bleacher Report. And uh, a guy, a guy with the last name of Botter, uh, quote: I, "I think the fight does at least four and a half million pay per view buys, probably even five. Uh, which means Floyd will take home anywhere from three hundred to four hundred fifty million, and McGregor will make roughly one hundred twenty-five to one hundred fifty million. <laughs> I love this line though. That's going to help a whole lot when they decide it's time to buy another fifteen cars. Neither needs. <laughs> oh man, accurate. Yeah, but anywho, well, I didn't realize we we're going to talk about boxing for that long. <laughs> but there you go. So I, I do have a legit betting question for you because you know I don't sure. bet. Uh, Dstat is our resident degenerate, hence his name, um, the degenerate statistician, which we haven't actually we haven't referenced that in a long time. And let me tell you, that's a good sobriety test during the sports brew. If you can say degenerate statistician, you're still okay. So, but I'm looking at this, and I think this is uh, this is actually odds. This was as of uh, well today. On Bavada, and it's got Floyd Mayweather by uh, KO, TKO, or DQ, and it's minus 125. So, what does that mean? Uh, so, the, the the bet itself is all three of those saying if if Mayweather 
KO TKOs or McGregor gets DQ'd. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so that I mean, it, it it reads pretty much exactly as it is. So, I mean, it's it's it means that if uh, you know Mayweather beats him by any of those you know three measures, um, then that's a that's a victory for uh, for uh, Mayweather. So, but but I mean the 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 minus or the negative one twenty five. That's the so, part so I mean. That, Thank you for right, explaining so, to me what KO, TKO, or DQ that's means. You, that's what I thought you were asking. No, I'm just clarifying. Clarify. Um, <laughs> DQ. <laughs> Say it real so, quick, so, and it's just dick. Dairy Queen, baby. <laughs> yeah, Dairy Queen. <laughs> Let's see. Does Floyd Mayweather go by, uh, like, uh, yeah, Dairy Queen or... Uh... Sweet Frog, <laughs> or does he like the Frosty from Wendy's? Yeah. I mean... Or does he want the Lucky Charms uh, milkshake from Burger King? <laughs> no. What's the... No, what, it's the minus one... To, that always throws me off. I don't know what any of that, that means. Like, it's also got, like, Mayweather by decision or technical decision is plus 250. So, it, like, I don't know what the minus... 125 and the plus 250 mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So, so um, it's uh, the that's always what's what's referred to as the juice. Mm-hmm. So the, the the juice is basically what you're giving back and in, in, in your bets. Um, if it's minus, you're you're giving, and if it's plus, you're you're getting extra. So plus is always underdog, minus is always favorite. That's the simplest way to remember it. Yeah. Um, but the number itself is you know how much. I mean, the higher the minus, the more you're going to you know not take back when you when you win so minus 125 is actually a, a, a relatively low juice so if you if you bet a hundred dollars on a minus 125 line you'd win 80 mm-hmm. um if you um if you did it with a like a plus 125 you'd, you'd win 120 um so, and so another so you would you'd bet 100 to make 80 so that's not a good bet no it's, no that's a very good bet you, oh you, 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 you get your money back profits. on so you you'd, you'd make yeah. 180 Okay. Correct. Eighty dollars. Okay. I got you. I got you. I, um, I got so you. So any, yeah, yeah. Plus, and so just, mainly just minus is favorite, plus is uh, underdog. Um, whenever it says even, that just means you're going to get exactly. You bet a hundred, you make a hundred. Um, now that's a bad bet. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're, all, you're, all, you're always going to get your bet money back if you win. Okay. You can Some tell bet. I do not gamble at all, dude. <laughs> I thought you're like, yeah. Oh, you, you bet a hundred, you get a hundred. I'm like, well, what the hell's the point of that? You profit hundred, so you okay. Get right, you pr- th- that's the word I needed. You profit, you profit. Gotcha. That's what I needed for for extra point of clarification. Thank you, thank you, Mark. Certainly. So that so that that's that's where again, Mayweather is is minus four fifty right now as just 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 to win. So at at you know, I'll just I'll just do an example at minus four fifty. You bet two grand, you'd get just under four fifty back. Profit four fifty profit. So you you you'd, you'd win twenty four fifty if you bet two grand. I don't have two grand to, to just throw around anyway. Why not? The winnings. <laughs> Come on, look, the winnings look, are just stupid. Look, Mark. The reason he has to explain this stuff to me is because Mark wins so often. He doesn't need to say profit. He's just used to it, right? He's just used to it. So I dreamed a dream that one day I could be the kind of degenerate gambler that that. That profit is just assumed. I don't even need to say it when I'm discussing bets. Thank you, T-Stat. Thank you. I, I, I dabble. I dabble in the game. <laughs> I know. I just like to teach you. And I really wanted to use that song for something. Of course. <laughs> just just for good measure. Just sure. for good measure. Anyway. All right. We just learned well, this today. Fuck yeah! <laughs> 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 Accidental? 
that was accidental. <laughs> that nicely. But that worked out really well. Yeah. Worked out really well. Ladies and gentlemen. And this is the Foo Fighters. Would you please welcome. And Rick Astley. Our new best friend, Rick Astley, right now. Now, anybody that's listened to the Sports Brew for a while knows that we do enjoy lots of random ass pop culture references and song references. And Rick Astley is definitely in like that list of things that we enjoy. And God bless, as much as Mayweather and McGregor are trolling us, accidentally it's nice that somehow that was there. You know what I mean? Have y'all heard this? The Foo Fighters and Rick Astley? Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair thought that was a hoot, man. Because Rick Rolling, I hope that anybody listening to this podcast knows what Rick Rolling is. But if you don't, do yourself a favor, Google it, and just watch the videos that come up. Because some of them are fan- Some are not good, but some are really glorious. This is fucking crazy. I just met him two minutes ago. Come on, you motherfuckers! I never thought I'd hear Rick Astley say that. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I mean, Rick Astley's up there going like full Sam Jackson, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yeah, you did. Motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> He's going Hitman's bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I got to remember how you do it. Hold on. You know, at some point in my life, I would like to be in a mosh pit with Rick Astley and the Foo Fighters. You know what I'm saying? God bless. Look, you get I Dreamed a Dream and Rick Astley and the Foo Fighters in one segment of the Sports Brew. Who knew? Who knew? Now, if the Foo Fighters could get Susan Boyle, man, bucket list. (laughs) Bucket list, baby. With Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande <laughs> and Nicki Minaj. So random, dude. It's so random. So random. Pretty awesome, but it's random as hell. I bet live, especially after those people have had a few refreshing beverages. <laughs> um, matter of fact, is now you should have quoted a few. Yeah, a few. By the way, is is that <laughs> is that where Ryan Russillo was? Is that why he walked into someone's condo <laughs> drunk? And butt naked at three thirty in the morning. Was he there with the Foo Fighters and Rick Astley? Oh, Jesus. What are you doing, man? He totally went Buck Cherry, man. Well, actually, Butt Cherry. He went Butt, he went butt Cherry. Uh, beware he, the Butt Cherry. Yeah, he he <laughs> he was he was lit up, man. Dude, Ryan Rosillo, man. 
Homeboy. This was on a Daily Snark. I'm sure other places have had the thing. But anyway, so officers were called. Oh, this is via Jackson Hole News. That's great. He's he's butt naked, and it's from the Jackson Hole News. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, so officers were called around 3.30 in the morning to a condo in the 500 block of Snow King Loop for a report of a highly intoxicated male who was refusing to leave. Two people were asleep in a condo when they heard someone come in. They didn't know the man and asked him to leave because he was drunk, according to reports. Police arrived a few minutes later. There you go. Yeah. Rosillo of West Hartford, Connecticut, reportedly had bloodshot eyes and slurred speech. <laughs> he couldn't coherently answer any questions. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Come on, man. That's what happens when you're in Wyoming. Yep, yep. I don't think that it's not what happens in Wyoming stays in Wyoming. That's not the expression, Shannon. (laughs) I think Shannon was saying the only thing you can do in Wyoming is get drunk. So, (laughs) I you know I've I've never been to Wyoming. I I can't fairly comment on that. I don't I don't know. That's my guess. No, but that 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 may be true. (laughs) Where did I? You know what? I want to know if Ryan Rosillo went full MacGuffin. As he went into that apartment butt-ass naked. <laughs> and, and, storm, and stormed the gates, man. And stormed Fantastic, the gates. Justin. Yeah, That's there you go. Oh. So, did he, are we sure it wasn't more full Whitfield than it was full McGuffin? Well, he, he, he was slurring his speech. So it's entirely possible... That it went full. That it went full Whitfield. That's ent- <laughs> entirely possible. <sighs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> the fucking thing sucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, all right. And, you know, Ryan famously <laughs> used my line when he thought those people were on his grass. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. Wake up, Winamp. Get off my line. There you go. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do like that, man. We do like that. Give me one more Leroy Jenkins. You want one, one more Leroy Jenkins? Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in honor of Whitfield, Ryan Rosillo, you get the fail horn of the night. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually really enjoy him. That's, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. Just make sure you don't get arrested. Try not that. You know what? That's good advice. What was the other thing when you were here that one night? Is it was it? Don't do crack. We like we were watching cops. We were, <laughs> we were Shannon out. He was over. We were drinking beer and watching cops. And it said like one of the episode. There was a person who was like, "Don't do crack." <laughs> Something stupid. And it's like, thanks, guy. Looked at this person. Was like, just don't do crack. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the I life advice. Yeah, lessons from cops. Bad boys. Yeah, no, it, it was it was pretty fantastic. 
It was pretty fantastic. Oh my oh. god. Anyway, well, I, I think that's enough to wrap up segment one. Oh my god! I want you to look up uh, yeah. the water soundboards. Lawrence Taylor says, "Don't do crack on it." So let's see if we can dig <laughs> that one. Up. Hold on, hold on. I have a water boy soundboard. I think saved okay. somewhere. I thought I did. We have a few that we don't use very frequently, but I bookmarked them like way back when. Uh, the water boy. Uh, here's one. I don't know that that sound bites in it, but I would hope if that's. Let's see. Well, Mark, <laughs> mom's wrong. Yeah, I saw again. that picture too. <laughs> no kind of saying this. You're wrong. Mom is right. You can do it! Cut his fucking head off! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's what I call high quality eight tools. <laughs> I don't see the Lawrence Taylor part in here though. I'll, I'll have to. We'll have to look that up. We'll have to look that up, man. Take that one probably. Yeah, we'll have to look that one up. How's it not in that soundboard, man? Come on, yo. The hell. Mark, do you want to read off your picture as a walk off for the first segment? <laughs> oh Lord, what did he? What did he find? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's a yeah that that's a that's a classic. I love that. That picture makes me laugh. That's very fantastic. The advertisement for uh, Dick's Pizza. You haven't eaten pizza until you've eaten Dick's. <laughs> read. What's the very bottom say? Cheese on there. Free dicks at Dick's Pizza. You know what? I think we finally found. I think we finally found the perfect business for Whitfield to open, because finally he could satisfy somebody. <laughs> he could successfully break off a slice. <laughs> that was not nice. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> anyway, that's terrible. Oh, mm. mm, mm, mm. on that note. Yes, I think we should end segment one. As Shannon would say. And as Dick's one is done. Yeah, and as I don't know, as Dick's Pizza might say. On that note. Because, <laughs> you know, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll shake it off and be ready for segment two. But before we shake it off, Mark. <laughs> little, little extra pepperoni. A little extra sausage. Spicy. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god oh lord oh taylor swift new album coming out in november man yeah buddy yeah buddy oh and you, you know 
Oh, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. Grumpier old men. Grumpier, what's that, that, that bonus end scene extra credit video? Was it Burgess Meredith? Is that, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Burgess Meredith Outtakes. Yeah, just do yourself a favor. If you've never seen those movies, go back and watch them. They're a hoot. Drink some beer when you do it, though. And burn a couple of heaters for Burgess Meredith and eat some bacon. Probably in the middle of that, just for good measure. But there's some there's some great outtakes on both of those movies. Well-deserving. So anyway, let's get out of here for segment one. We'll come back. We'll wrap up some thoughts. We need to talk about Kyrie Irving going to the Celtics and some NFL chitter-chatter. And then we'll go ahead and shut this down. For us, this is actually reasonably responsible. It's only <laughs> a little bit after midnight. That's a near. Wow. That's a near Holy miracle. Hell. I know it's a near miracle for us, which means that we can actually get out of here at a reasonable time, which only happens once in a blue moon. And I probably should not have cursed us by even beginning to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Thanks a lot, man. You're welcome. I'm glad I could help you. Anyway, we're the sports. You can find us on uh, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, uh, a whole bunch of other services. Man, look the keywords sports. And brew, just Google us. You'll find us all over the place, obviously. Give it a listen if you think we're funny or even if you hate our faces. Well, it's a podcast. You shouldn't be looking at us. But uh, maybe like the pictures on the Sports Brew wall of Facebook.com slash Sports Brew. You know, give us a little grief. Obviously, you can tweet at us. And uh, if you dig it, man, share it with somebody, man. It's always beneficial for us. Uh, And we're going to start cranking this stuff up, rolling back into football season. So I'm going to go, as Mark would say back in the day, large and in charge who raw anyway with the sports group we'll take a little break stretch your legs obviously refresh our beers and we'll be we'll be right back <laughs> all right yeah to stretch your legs for a couple of minutes and uh you know what we would be remiss if uh during our little you know nfl preseason sports brew football <laughs> preseason podcast if we did not do a salute o'clock that's just like that's a massive party foul. And I tell you, of all the things that we can't have here on the podcast, it's no a party. No deal. No deal. It's a party foul, man. So a little salute o'clock. Uh, I am enjoying a rather delicious uh, Stone IPA. It's one of my uh, classic fallback beers. Love it. Drinkable, not not too heavy, and a nice uh, nice balance of hops and superb drinkability. As far as I'm concerned, a win, no doubt. Mark, what do you have, bro? So I'm, I'm keeping it classy tonight, uh, I, uh, and I don't, didn't really love my, my beer selection. Uh, so I'm actually just drinking some uh, DeSarono on the rocks. De-Sarono. Nice. Did you say DeStatRono? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Cross-branding, I like it. Thank you. I thought so. Yeah, very good. That, that is tasty, I, although I, I do prefer that once the, it's got a little ice melt in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. That's one of those. You know what? I, what I saw an article this week that said if you drink your whiskey, you should put a little bit of water in it to help it, hmm. and they said it actually makes it tastier. Interesting. They said science. Science actually says put a little bit of water in your whiskey and it makes it tastier. Well, you know what all you know what else works, Shannon? When you put a little honey on that bitch. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, you know I like it cold. If I'm doing whiskey, uh, I like it cold anyway. Uh, you can get like I mean I know they have like those um, the stones, but I I still prefer to use ice as as opposed to like the the liquor stones, whatever they ca- happen to call them. 
Um, and you can get some really cool stuff. They have all these silicone uh, molds. Like, they have a Death Star mold. I mean, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> oh, I've uh, seen that. Yeah, because you do like the sphere, you know. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got some spheres for uh, for wedding guests, uh, gifts. So, yeah, we got, I love those. Yeah, well, I thought you were getting ready to say, I, 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 got, I, I got some spheres on my wedding night. I was like, yo, you don't have to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of kinkiness you were breaking into, but <laughs> you don't need to break that out of the podcast, man. Shoo! Got the whole whole wide world in her in her hands. I know. We hear you. Um, oh, I was gonna say. So, I mean, you know, Shannon may not approve, but uh, but yeah. So the uh, donkey Randy and myself uh, wanted to have some you know liquor for the the room to so you know since we're flying into Phoenix donks right. gonna take care of picking that up for us but uh Good. you know we got just have a standard vodka for for, for mixer but uh you know got to do it upright and uh, so we're gonna have some some patron good way uh, to go uh, and then, I, I approve but I would not partake no <laughs> Shannon would be uh playing a little slap and tickle with all of your faces if he was uh <laughs> partaking in that man Shannon is banned from tequila. He is no, banned from no tequila. tequila. No tequila. No tequila for McGuffin. Not not no unless dice. we want no fail. Dice. Yeah, fail bucket party. Uh, so I did see this rando since we're doing salute o'clock. Talk about liquor and drinks and all those good things. I do like this one. Uh, this one meme I saw on Facebook. It says like a husband and wife are talking, right? So it says wife. Look at that drunk guy. Husband. Who is he? Wife. Ten years back, he proposed to me and I rejected him. The husband says. Oh my God, he's still celebrating. <laughs> yeah, that's, that has to be that has to be like an Irish one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, stupid, stupid. But I, as I was outside, you know, uh, I saw that and I just had to laugh, and I figured I, I needed to share that one. So, uh, good times with that. Oh, 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 MacGuffin, you were supposed to remind me of something. Yes. Oh, we're not doing salute o'clock yet, are we? Oh, have hey, we not finished? Oh, Shannon, what finished. you got, bro? Shannon, what you got? I'm drinking tequila. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, well, I'm that's, a, is, uh, is that in honor of, of uh, Mayweather McGregor, so you have a puncher's chance doing the tequila? Floyd, Floyd McGregor. That's yeah, Floyd, what we're, uh, Floyd McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm having a... Uh, I'm actually going double tonight, man. I'm actually mm. a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten a growler at Brew of a beer that I had liked on Sunday, but unfortunately the lady poured the wrong beer into my growler. Womp, womp. So I have no idea what I'm drinking, but I'm drinking it. Is it good? I hope. It's decent. All right. So, whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm (laughs) going full. This beer. I'm preseason. That's a pro, man. That, yeah, apparently the person pouring that was also in preseason form. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, way to go. That or maybe maybe she stared at maybe she stared at the eclipse earlier this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and couldn't recognize the. Pour. Oh, by the way, the eclipse, man. Let me tell you, I was outside uh, at work and I made my Cheerios cereal box with my aluminum foil and all that junk. And so I'm out there because we had some cloud cover in Richmond. I was like, boo. But uh, I forget what our percentage was here, 85%, 90 It's still fan- it's still pretty damn bright, even if you only have a yeah. little sliver of the sun. But it was neat feeling the temperature drop and the wind pick up and uh, hearing some animal noises. 
and all that stuff. So it was cool. But I, we lucked out because randomly these people showed up in the parking lot and they were using like the little Eclipse sunglasses, right? And so that was pretty sweet. But the whole point of this story is, I, is I'm going to give everybody a piece of advice, man. Uh, anytime you do the Eclipse viewing party or you're hanging out with people and you're sharing some glasses, let me tell you what not to do. And this is what one of my coworkers did to me. So I'm looking up at the Eclipse and I have the Eclipse glasses on and it's like really sweet looking, right? Because we could see it through the box and you could kind of look, you know, I mean, we had cloud cover. But it was really cool looking at it through. And this was actually late. This was well past the prime in Richmond, which I think was 244, give or take a minute or two. Uh, and this was after three, but you could still appreciate it, right? And as I'm looking directly up at the eclipse with this pair of glasses on my head, she made some joke about, you know, she should have been wearing them because we were taking, like, group pictures and funny pictures because she was the short one. And so I was being funny, and I, and I stooped down. And she, while I'm directly looking at the eclipse, she took the glasses off my head. And I was like, so I just got a face full of eclipse with my pupils, Lord knows, dilated. And I mean, like, I still, I still see spots. I was, I was after your LASIK. After my, yeah, I was, I was kind of pissed. I was kind of pissed. I was like, okay, that's what you don't do to somebody. (laughs) That's messed up. Yeah. So, and and, that's seriously like messed up. Yeah. What's what's the old saying? Friends don't let friends. Yeah. Friends Mm -hmm. don't let friends take each other's. Don't don't do that. So clip. you know, don't uh, warn the person before you're going to take the uh, viewing glasses, uh, the eclipse glasses off of their head. Give them yes. a little bit of notice so that they can close their eyes or look away appropriately. So, mm-hmm. don't do that. Don't do that, as Arnold may say. The irony is, I actually had an eye appointment at that same time. <laughs> Really? How about that? You know who might have an eye appointment other than President Trump? That was popular. People uh, posing. I think about him looking up and squinting at it. Did you see where Odell Beckham was actually looking at the eclipse without the without the eclipse glasses? Oh, oh lordy! Here we go. <laughs> I know. Guess, well, guess he didn't see that guy diving at his ankle. No. Yeah. See that? There you go. <laughs> I mean that was that was a, like a tee ball, man. You just served that up. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. I, I didn't realize that he did that, and I, I'm, unless this is was meant as a gag, but uh, Daily Snark had it, and uh, I don't know if it was on Instagram or whatever. But uh, I like their in the article. I just like how they phrased it. They said apparently trying to become the NFL's first legally blind player, the New York Giants star wide receiver went against doctor's orders and watched Monday's solar eclipse from an apartment window with no form of eye protection and he's just like looking up squinting and and he asked like how long are you like how long can you look at it before you kind of look away or whatever i was just like come on dude (laughs) ah so silly so silly but now the eclipse man yo that was that was fantastic shannon i hope you got a chance to take the did you get to do that with like the girls or anything uh, no. I was actually um, on our way to the appointment. We watched like NASA stuff, dude. NASA feed that, was cool. That was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, that had to be a pr- really tremendous thing to be somewhere where it actually went flat out totality dark. You know what I mean? Right. That had to be pretty sweet. That had to be pretty sweet. Yeah, I had I, several friends that went down the Myrtle Beach. I had friends that were out in the Midwest really? who mm. were in the thing of totality. So the path of totality. Cool. Yeah, pretty sweet. Oh, uh, Floyd. Uh, before I forget, Floyd. Uh, what are we? Uh, Floyd McGregor. Is that what it was? Floyd yeah. Gregor, so yeah. pre-podcast, we were talking about some of the things we were going to discuss, and uh, which is you know we always have a little pre-game, pre-podcast, drink beers, catch up, haha. You know, shoot the ish as they would say. 
and I accidentally said, you know, Floyd McGregor. It made me think of not the burps that I'm having from the beer, which is very good. <laughs> but do you remember that stupid that stupid thing where it was like, what's your you know porn star name? And it was supposed to be like your street name and your pet name or some other random combo of crap. And I'm like, that's Floyd McGregor. That's like that's like that childhood that stupid childhood game. Like, what's your porn star name? <laughs> So I don't know. Like right now, uh, if we did, if it was street name and pet name, I'd be like Blue Cedar Grove, yeah. you know. Or C- I don't, I don't know that I could do Cedar Grove Blue. That doesn't seem to make any sense. So I inverted it. What would, what would you be, Shannon? Oh God, Muffin Hollyberry. That sounds know. like a poor name. <laughs> yes, it does. Muffin Hollyberry. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic Randy what would yours be man uh, it's definitely no porn name but uh, well, uh, Minerva Hanover Crossing yeah that's not no porn name uh, no <laughs> and not a good porn no uh, <laughs> Mark where are you at I feel like I sound more like a mu- musician but uh, P- PJ Aspen PJ Aspen you know I, I think that one can go either way that's yeah. flexible as a good porn superstar name probably now, should be. Now on the Aspen, it should be A S S. Yes, an excellent. <laughs> then you win. A S S H O L E. Everybody. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that. That one's not bad. P J Aspen. Yeah. All right. Blue Cedar Grove. That's kind of a loser. But yeah, uh, Muffin Hollyberry. I think that, that, that wins. That's the winner yeah. right there. <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner, dude. That one's pretty fantastic, Shannon. You get an A for the day. But that that when I said that and we were laughing about it, that was the first thing I thought about. And I haven't, I don't, I haven't thought about that in years. But it just, it just made, it just made me. It's so stupid. What's your porn star name? My God. <clears throat> anyway, all right. Well, let's uh, let's shift gears to a couple other things. Uh, I need to wrap up some thoughts, and obviously we'll dance around NFL. But I think we need to you know, talk about this Kyrie Irving trade from the Cavs to the Celtics. Wow. Uh, pretty big story when it dropped, and I think that's going to dominate some headlines for a little bit, only because it, it's so fascinating. Um, it's a very aggressive move, obviously, uh, from Boston. And Mark, I think you, I think you were the one most vehemently kind of critical of it. So. Yes, we get, we have a lot of pieces in there of it. So I guess my my question to you, and and you know I've expressed that I think overall I like the aggressiveness of the Celtics in this move, but it it's not necessarily about this year per se. But I think it sets up a nice foundation, nice core, and a nice window for them. But that's operating under the assumption that we're going to be entering the post Cleveland LeBron James era after this year. But I, I like sure. the setup for I like the setup for Boston. But that was a very aggressive move. Um, they gave up some quality pieces, uh, and obviously the Nets pick. So um, I, I'm kind of digging it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I'd like to hear your perspective on that, and really why. If you feel the same way now, that we've had a little time to kind of process it. If you dislike it, why you dislike it? Go for it, dude. So you know, I mean, first and foremost, I'm a Lakers fan, so I I vehemently hate the Celtics. <laughs> so it's not it's not really too much of a concern for them uh, if they they do poorly or this backfires on them. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy. Um, of course you would. But uh, so it's it's not so much about uh, about concern for them, but I, I I'm probably down a little bit, or I'm, I'm saying a little more subdued than I was initially. I think initially it was just so much shock. 
Um, I, I still don't don't agree with it. And I definitely personally feel that the yeah. Cavs are the ones that absolutely, in my opinion, uh, came out the better end. Um, but uh, yeah, I just to me, I mean, the Celtics, you know, winning the winning the the, the, the draft lottery, which was wasn't quite expected, uh, getting that first pick. Um, you know, the the way they they were set up for next year, everything just seemed you know teed up for for. Uh, as much as I didn't like it, uh, getting Gordon Hayward in a trade, which I thought was a fantastic move. Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought they were set up, you know, phenomenally. And so it, I think my initial feeling, and still somewhat now, is just, you know, why? I, I, it just it just didn't seem like a, a necessary trade. Again, right. I get that the idea is more more long term. That you know they're expecting Kyrie uh, to, to to sign long term after this year, and so that's you know it's it's a setup for for long term. And and not that I mean. You know, they're not suddenly scrubs this season. <laughs> um, but uh, I just felt like, I mean, they made the playoffs. Obviously, you know, you feel you, you're hard pressed not to think that, you know, Isaiah losing his sister didn't cause some some of the challenges that, that led them to get get knocked out. Um, you know, I mean, plus, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody quite thought that they were the number one team. I mean, it was always no. the Cavs. Uh, regardless of, of you know, had had the number one record, um, but uh, you know, very successful last season, and I just felt like Isaiah was the heart of that team, and you know, um, very much the, the the figurehead. So, I think you know, my initial reaction, and still kind of now, is just 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 shocked. Just just didn't expect that they'd be willing to part with him. Now, you know, yourself and 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 I and and. Uh, and and Matt Field are all you know Duke fans, so certainly you know are big Irving backers. Back in the day, I mean, I thought he was crazy to come out after you know one year to come out of Duke. I just didn't think that he was quite ready for the NBA. Yeah. He's been somebody I've probably been the most most wrong about thinking that they came out too early. He is an absolute beast, um, and so I mean, I, I, I'm certainly not all not at all pretending that the the Celtics didn't get anything you know quality in return. I mean, I. I um, it it is a big shakeup. So yeah, I, you know, I guess the the core of all my stuff is just shock then and, and still now kind of kind of shock. But uh, there's probably been a, a big array of big moves in the NBA in the off season. It's been quite quite quiet on the Western front for a while. Uh, but uh, this this was a shocker. Uh, but it'll be a very different NBA landscape next season. So yeah, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll look forward to seeing it. Yeah, I'm certainly intrigued by it. I'm I'm glad that Boston didn't have to give up Tatum, you know. Yeah, and, and we I joked, don't think they would have. Well, well, no, they refused to because the yeah. Cavaliers were interested in in Tatum, and they wouldn't do that. But you know, at some point, we joked around about it in the in the brew chat, and it's like, you know, when you stockpile assets and you kind of build, at some point, you go, well, it's great to keep, you know, it's it's this pick or it's this asset or this young player, but at what point are and I think I said at what point are you the 76ers? You know what I mean? Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. So if you think you've got your foundation and you see a move that you believe makes sense, I mean Kyrie Irving, you can you can argue about his defense. That's a fair criticism about him. But you know, if he buys into the system there, I mean again, there's some ifs and nuts, candies and all that candies and nuts, you know, whatever. But he clearly wasn't happy in Cleveland. There's a lot of backstory with that. So, you know, they had they had to make a call. You know, they had to make a call. And it still seems to be this huge variable with LeBron, too, right? You know, is he going to be there more than a year? So, I like Isaiah Thomas. Look, the dude plays with a chip on his shoulder. He had a great story in the playoff. Well, okay, tragic, great. But 
a very compelling story in the playoffs last last year. Obviously, it ended with the hip injury, so that was a bit of a downer for them. But you know, I don't want to call them a fraud number one, but they were the one. But nobody, you know, it's only because the Cavs kind of coasted through part of the season because they were only worried about the playoffs. They weren't worried about being the one, uh, the oh, one yeah. seed. So the Celtics were good, <clears throat> but I think we all are pretty much in agreement that the Cavaliers were really the one. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and yeah. that ended up showing, obviously. Yeah. But. I just I like the aggressiveness. Sometimes you have to make that play. It's great to have the pieces. It's great to have assets. It's great to ha- you know have young players. But you know if you have a vision and Ainge, you know it it may not work out. It may not. But I think Ainge has you know cultivated a certain help cultivate a certain you know organizational attitude and help kind of get the team ready to make an aggressive move and get the franchise ready to make an aggressive move. And this is certainly aggressive. But if they weren't willing to commit to Isaiah Thomas, right? Whether it's age, whether it's injury, whether it's size, whether it's they just don't think he's deserving of a max deal or any of those things, whatever the set of variables in play there is, then why not use him to, to do something else? And quite honestly, I've heard a lot of people speculate that the Cavaliers aren't done. So, you know, they're, they're, they might take this and do something else with it. And I think that's certainly very possible. Uh, but it was a, I thought that was a very, very bold, very aggressive move from the Celtics. Uh, maybe it doesn't work out, but sometimes, sometimes I like that. If you think you know what your identity is and you have your, your, your base of players and you believe you've made, obviously bringing in Hayward's a big one, but if you like some of your young guys and you bring I mean, in a veteran, Horford, Tatum, I mean, yeah. And oh, I mean, yeah. Irving's 25. It's not like he's old, right? You know, the, the, the thing is, is. <laughs> If he resigns, I think Boston actually wins this trade. Mm-hmm. If he resigns with Boston and he stays healthy, Boston wins the trade. Yeah, I think LeBron is gone after next year. I think he goes to the Lakers. Yeah, because he has a house in L.A. and I think he's going to look to to acting more. I mean, I obviously he's on the back end of his career at this point and. You know, he won the championship in Cleveland. He came back. He did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, why not go out west, retire in the sunset, live where everybody wants to live, and just enjoy the rest of your days? Yeah, I mean, I think the the popular you know popular consensus is he's going to end up as a Laker. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it feels like that's the direction it's going to go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And they'd be set up pretty well. And Magic Johnson, I think, is going to get them going the right direction and help kind of bring a little showtime back to the Lakers. And I'm okay with that. You know, I wouldn't Absolutely. say that I'm. I wouldn't say that I'm a Lakers fan per se. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't say they're my team, but um, that's one of those franchises that when they're when they're good, I think it, you know it's the proverbial certain franchises are good for the league. And I think the Lakers being competitive and being good, it's good for the league. Imagine an NBA Finals, Celtics, Celtics, Lakers with Kyrie and LeBron. That'd oh, be it, fun. It would be fantastic. You know, if uh, they can get past the freaking Warriors. Well, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> good luck to anybody, right? Uh, you know, and, and some of that I think factors into it. What's the window dealing with dealing with the Warriors? What is their window? You know what I mean? Uh, that's an issue. But look, Thomas is is going to be twenty nine in the season. Questions about what they were going to have to pay him. And if they think they can lock Irving up, I mean, there's a couple of variables here. Uh, I, I think the the player people have kind of crowed about uh, has been uh, Jay Crowder. Uh, I don't know what the net, Nets pick is going to be. 
you know, some of that is just up in the air. I mean, I don't think anybody expects the Nets to be good, so the pick's probably going to be fairly valuable. But until that's until we actually know what the pick is, you don't. It, it's kind of hard to judge the value of it. But again, if they have confidence in what they've built and confidence in bringing him in, and he's going to be a good a good fit under Stevens, who I think has done a, a good job, you know, in Boston. I, I like the aggressiveness, man. I like the aggressiveness because I, I feel like every year, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, you go, oh, that team was so close. If only they could have made X move or Y move, you know what I mean? Or done yeah. one little thing to supplement the roster or maybe concentrate their core a little bit. Maybe that would have been enough to get them over the hump. Maybe it's not, but clearly they, you know, I don't think w- the way that that was built, they were getting past, uh, certainly not the Cavaliers anyway. Um, and as far as the defense thing, don't, for, don't you know? Remember that, uh, and I don't remember if this was a, related to the hip injury or not, but I feel like they had to hide Isaiah Thomas a little bit at certain points in the playoff because of size and some defensive liability. But his attitude is great, right? His attitude is is, is great, but I kind of feel like th- there were some issues there. But I don't remember if that was because of the hip injury or was before that. That I don't recall. I'm a little fuzzy on that. If you, if you if either one of you remembers a little bit more clearly, by all means, let me know. But and I I, I liked I saw I saw a, a tweeted video that I liked from a Cavs fan uh, who, who uh, you know had had a uh, you know Irving Cavs jersey on the ground and just the title was you know Cavs fans you know what to do. But you, you play the video and he tosses a note on it that says thank you for everything. And that's absolutely right. I mean, the Cavs fans will forever love Irving for making that shot, making that three to you know, yeah, uh, to take take it all down. Um, I certainly think he he yeah he he of course did a ton of good for that team, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm I I don't see how they could hate on him. Um, I don't think too many of them will. Well, without a without a commitment from LeBron, that's part of it. But maybe he doesn't want to be you know in LeBron's shadow. I, I don't know. Um, and I think that's a fair, you know, part of the commentary if he's, if he's a little salty or doesn't want to have to deal with that or, you know, just wants to try to be, you know, the main guy. And that's also a fair, you know, potentially a fair criticism is, is he's played with, you know, his best years are obviously with LeBron. So how much of that is LeBron responsible for and how good, you know, and you answer that by not playing with LeBron, right? You know, I mean, you do, and maybe that's something that he wants to do. Um, hopefully he actually does that better than his whole flat earth theory. I, ho- I still hope he's, <laughs> I still hope he's just joking about that and just trolling people. I, but the, the irony is he's moving to a city where the newspaper is called the globe. Mm. Yeah. So in general, I'm a fan of it, but long, long-term fan, as long as he resigns, if he doesn't resign, then it did not work out for them. Correct. Right. Yes, if it does, absolutely agreed. You know, oh, uh, you were talking about the jersey thing. I, <laughs> so stupid. I don't understand why any uh, – there were some Celtics fans that burned Isaiah Thomas jerseys, and it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that dude didn't do anything. That's just dumb. <laughs> absolutely nothing. That's I just mean, dumb. dude. That's just – it's so dumb. Just it's because not like, he wanted a max contract. I mean, yeah. he didn't do anything wrong. Although I did He's think – trying it, to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I also thought it was funny that uh, you know how Twitter is, man. Uh, people dug up some old tweets, like 2010 old, from Isaiah Thomas talking about LeBron, and they they went ahead and started retweeting it back at him 
after he oh, got traded to Cleveland. And some of it's pretty funny. Like one was uh, LeBron, you're not Kobe. You cannot just shoot, shoot left-handed. Uh, only Kobe can switch things up like that. And somebody, so uh, somebody dug that up from his Twitter timeline and said, "You're getting traded to the Cavs." <laughs> it's just kind of funny to me, man. Anyway, honestly, he's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, Isaiah was clearly a huge Kobe fan because all almost every single one of these is about Kobe, and you know LeBron doesn't even care. That's the difference between him and the Black Mamba. He's really good, but Kobe is really gay, really great. You know, it's just kind of a hoot. Wow, that was a bad. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no comment. No comment, Shannon. <laughs> There you go. There you go. My alternative, <laughs> my alternative, depending on what you did here out of that last statement, was maybe to go Glenn Campbell. <laughs> anyway, rhinestone cowboy. Rest in peace, Glenn Campbell. Incidentally, uh, Mark, this is probably I heard it was a, it's a fantastic documentary. Oh, uh, with Glenn Campbell. I know you're a big music guy. And I, I, Dang it's, it. What? Justin, I forgot this was the first podcast we've done since my man Chester uh, took his own life from uh, Lincoln Park. I know. I to it, tell you to bring me into Lincoln Park tonight. Well, that's all right. We can send you out to some totally Lincoln Park. Totally forgot that. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that briefly, of course. I was chatting with somebody, like another music guy. Um, one of my friends is big in the big in the music stuff, but that the Glenn Campbell documentary it should be on Netflix is is tremendous, and I think it's uh it centers on like once he has his you know um, diagnosis, all the things that he went through when he was doing his last tour, and it's supposed to be really really uh really powerful, really interesting. Uh, not that like I'm I'm not going to tell you like I'm a huge Glenn Campbell fan. I mean it's not anything I particularly identify with or grew up with, but I mean I think most of us. You know, you probably have heard Rhinestone Cowboy somewhere along the line. Oh, but, yeah. you know, uh, one of the things that we have to deal with, whether it's, you know, aging uh, friends, parents, siblings, spouses, whatever the, whatever that stuff is, you know, when you get into Alzheimer's and dementia, man, that's some scary stuff. So yeah. uh, I, I, I really want to watch that. Um, I really want to watch that. I heard it was tremendous. But certainly, uh, certainly a rest in peace to Glenn Campbell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a hell of. You know what? I think country singers have the best shirts. Like you couldn't wear it in public. Like you couldn't walk down the street. You know what I mean? In like country singer gear, people would be like, "What's wrong with you, dude?" But like, but like country singers, like man, their shirts are freaking fantastic. They have the most blinged out like fabric I've ever seen in my life. It's just a hoot. So I know that's a really random segue. So I apologize for that, but I'm just saying. They played. They played Rhinestone Cowboy in the the show you and I were supposed to be on. Uh, Beach Shazam. Man, I you know I was watching. Uh, I was telling Sarah she had forgotten about that, and so I was like, "Oh, that's the show Mark and I auditioned for." And so I put it on, and I was like, "Man, we would have been good at this. <laughs> we would. We would have been. Hey, they're 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 auditioning again right now. We can we can audition again." Let's just just, just Justin has bigger priorities right now.
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I have, I have bigger priorities right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Anyway, but but we watched a little bit of it. And you know what's crazy about it is like I watched one like one night like randomly it was on. I was like, oh yeah, hoo hoo, look at these people, ha ha. I know that song, I know that song, I know that song. Damn it, you know. And so then it was on again. I was like, Sarah, that's the show we were on. It was the same freaking episode. I was like, what are the chances? Like I like randomly see it and it's I see the same episode twice. Goofy. That's funny. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so be it. That that was kind of the deal with that. Anything else you want to throw in there? I mean, we kind of speculated. Obviously, we think LeBron's leaving. I, I, I don't. Maybe he hasn't made up his mind yet. I'm just hard pressed to think he's staying. I do. I, I will say I do think there's a possibility they use some of the assets they got, particularly the pick from the Nets, uh, to turn that into another player. And one of the things that would be a hoot. <laughs> since we think, I think, and it sounds like y'all think LeBron's going to go, you know, exit stage left. Uh, maybe he's got one last, you know, make a super team. Maybe he can get the banana boat crew back together. But who was that? That was Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, LeBron. Who else was the banana boat crew? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Uh, You know, wouldn't that be a great team name in the big three? In the big three league, the banana boat crew? (laughs) I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that more than LeVar Ball versus IQ. IQ? Ice Cube. (laughs) Wow, <laughs> this is the this is Man, like form, bro. <laughs> I know that's if Ice Cube apparently had a product with Apple, it would be the Ice Cube. Christ <laughs> Almighty, man! Dude, you you might want to like get that like freaking trademarked, the Ice Cube. I'm sure I'm sure it already brought you know. There's a product somewhere. I pay the fool tries to use it. <laughs> Shut your trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too many thoughts running through my brain, man. <laughs> See, this this is what happened to Bill O'Reilly, man. For us today, <laughs> this is what happened, man. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> I cube. There it is. <laughs> I cube, man. You gotta you gotta be careful. Ah, uh, crap. That's right. Anyway. Uh, but <laughs> I guess <laughs> any other real takeaways from, you know, from, from this move or, uh, you know, uh, realistically, uh, like how much of the landscape does it shift in the NBA other than just the entertainment factor of the trade? It you depends know. on health of the players and Eastern Conference finals, man. I mean, yeah. these, these two teams will be in the finals um, or they should be on paper at yeah. least as long as, you know, all things considered if they stay healthy and the, the the big players are there at the end. Yeah. And they can keep the 76ers at bay. <laughs> Trust the process, man. Trust the process. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how people still reference that. I don't remember that GM's name, and he's been gone for a while. But I do like how it still gets referenced, man. Yeah. So. Cantina band. Yeah, trust the process. That seems le- that seems pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, by the way, uh, since you're in DC, man, how um, I'm glad that Bryce Harper's crazy knee, weird looking base running mishap, dude. I I swear I thought I got blew out his knee, man. Watching yeah. the video of that when that happened, that was 
freaky. Oh my gosh, that was dude. freaky. Uh, that's one of those things. Like it's been a while since we were recorded, and it's not like super duper prevalent at the moment per se. But uh, when I was watching that highlight for the first time, I was like, "Oh no, not so good." Uh, but just kind of curious, man, what's going on? Uh, I know that uh, you know your Mets are struggling a little bit there, Mark. So as you look at the rest of the landscape in baseball of teams that actually have a chance to do something, um, how, since you're in DC, how's uh, how's Nats Land doing? Nats Land's still pretty strong. Um, yeah, you know, I, I um, but I, I, gut still tells me that they they do kind of the kind of a baseball version of the, the Caps, where they they're gonna keep on getting to the playoffs, but just falter in the playoffs. I don't really have anything to, to super base that on. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're set up well. I, I, I can't you know, pretend otherwise. Um, their bullpen was their weakness earlier, and they, they, they did some stuff to strengthen it up. Um, I guess Harper um, will be back for the playoffs. I guess I, I, don't, I don't know that. But. Yeah, it, well, I mean, I think that's a general expectation. I would imagine, I mean, I would imagine that if he absolutely had to play, he probably would be trying to, but they don't, you know, it's like heel. You know what I mean? Try yeah, to get they, got, they got they got no reason to, yeah. to rush him back. Um, they they, they absolutely easily have the NL East wrapped up. So, but that that's 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 my gut feeling. Um, yeah, I, I I personally think the Dodgers are the scariest team in baseball. So I, I think they Dude. come out of the the National League. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean that that's that's you know that's the mental hump um, that the Nats got to overcome is is, is playoff failure. Um, well, but it, they're, they're the DC the sports suck hole is, is that's a real thing, dude. That's a, that's a real thing. So I, I, it's, it's, it's tricky because I mean, outside of take this as a jab, but it's the truth outside of the Redskins, the rest of the teams keep on, you know, at least recently at, at recent playoff, you know, entry. So, I mean, that's, that's certainly better than some other cities can say. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it, I mean, you're not in a city that's just flatlined. I mean, th- there is some stuff not, going not on, clean. but they just, there's something up with the it's like it's in the psyche of the of the of right. the fans and the teams you know what i mean it's almost like the city has a choke thing going on you know and it's t- and it's unfortunate i think the wizards will be the first to bust through that to be honest maybe i don't know maybe i i, I recognize the the Cavs are uh give me a tough tough mountain to, to to take down but uh i still i love their setup i of course love me some john wall um, I think re- re-signing um, Porter was a great move. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think they're going to be a intimidating Eastern Conference team next year. But oh, R- random side note: I've been saving this story, and it's so goofy. Um, and, and since you mentioned the Redskins, I was thinking about the Hogs, and it reminded me of it. Um, so there was there was a farmer who had a, his barn was on fire. Okay. And so uh, the fire crews came out, and the firefighters essentially saved the pigs, right? All these piglets. And so the farmer promised she would present the firefighters with, uh, you know, a gift and a little reward. So, like, six months later, she slaughtered the pigs, and they had the firefighters back, and they had sausages. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow! Wow! The headline just says "Firefighters Eat Sausages Made of Piglets They Save from a Blaze." That's messed up. <laughs> wow! And I was like, I mean, you know, it's like that—that's their end. That's the end game, anyway. But that's like that's so crazy. 
(laughs) Justin, I have breaking news. (laughs) Make it bacon. What? There is a Powerball winner in Massachusetts. So, Lindy. 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 Look, I know you got your power. Didn't he just get his power wall from Tesla? Look, if you got your power wall and a power ball, first of all, Lance Armstrong is going to be jealous if you won the power ball. Number one. Number one. (laughs) All right. We had an interruption by like a total power loss. So that was weird. But mercifully, most of the podcast is intact. You know, actually, the the uh, my power did what Randy did for a moment there and just head down, passed out. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. Thanks, Kyle. Power nap there, man. Yeah, yeah you had power nap. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's better than your typical power crap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We don't need to know about power craps. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yikes. Boy, the podcast took a wrong direction there, didn't it? Didn't let that go. Goodness gracious. Whoa! <laughs> I, you know what's funny? As I was scrolling, I was looking for uh, the old D-Stat poo. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It ha- it's been a long time, man. It's been a long time, but it, yeah, that's, you know, that's what happens when Mark reminds me of... Thre- <laughs> thre- Oh my gosh, do you guys remember the thing I sent about the uh, guy listening to Nook that saved his life? Yeah, that was that was amusing. Uh, and for, for Justin, in the words yeah. of Arnold, fuck you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, here's one. Here, here's a classic. Let's, I'm going to turn the volume up. Seriously. <laughs> That's the old D-Stad fart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, large and Seriously. <laughs> this is a Mark Woo. <laughs> the, oh, uh, you know, that, yeah, that's all three combined into one. Here you go. Large and charge. Seriously. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh. that again for those who haven't listened in a while. Yeah, spoiler alert. So yep. this was back when the three of us <laughs> doing the podcast. And we're doing, you know, pre-recording, whatever, make sure everything's working great. And I'm in the basement with Captain, and then all of a sudden, Mark just out of nowhere puts the microphone to his ass <laughs> and just lets one rip. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he knew that Justin was actually still recording at that point. Did, he did I not. Did. <laughs> and he as soon not. as he did it, I looked up, and I'm like, are we still recording? And Justin's like, yep. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Pres- that is the origin of the D stat poo. Uh-huh. Uh, glorious. Preserved for however long uh, <laughs> we feel like doing it. So. Get off Surfer. my lawn! Posterior already? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> See what I just did there? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I, I I see what you did there, and you know what? As Nickelback says, "Never again, dude. <laughs> <laughs> never again." Or as we used to say, "Some brown down the tank." Thank you, mystical. Anyway, <laughs> we did. <laughs> We did get sidetracked there, but I guess uh, that was that was maybe that was uh, you know 
<laughs> Dominion Virginia Powers hint to go ahead and move on to some other stuff. I'm not entirely sure. So they really want us to move on to college football. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I, well, I tell you what. We yeah, we'll move to wrap up a clock. We'll just kind of dance around a couple of topics. Um, as we get back to college football, though, I know you and Mark uh, in years past, you've done some picks and some other stuff. So um, with college football season upon us, are you guys going to resume that? Absolutely. We're going to do our, uh, it's a six pack. We'll do our five bets plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, just, just a little, you know, just a little teaser. Cause it's the biggest game of the weekend. Probably one of the biggest games of the year. Right. Right. Uh, Florida state and Alabama neutral field, obviously Bama favored by six and a half. The total is 49 in the game. Marcus, Yes, sir. I'll take Alabama with the six and a half, but I will take the under. Uh, I, 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 I hate to, to be boring and be on the same side, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hard pressed to go against Alabama, but I'll, I'll go with the over. Okay. Uh, initially, I was going under, but I think uh, I, I think uh, we'll get some late points that'll push it over. Yeah, I mean, you get you got a couple of uh, sophomore quarterbacks, a couple of guys that are uh, high up on the Heisman list. Um, so you never know, but um, you can't go wrong with Alabama and Nick Saban. I mean, right? The dude is such a machine, and he's such a machine recruiting year in and year out, coaching year in and year out. You know, Bama's going to be a top five team, number one in the AP poll. I mean, yes. <laughs> they, they they should be able to shake off that loss from Clemson and with one second on the clock from last year and win a national championship this year. They are number one. Mark, do you have any? All right, so the top four pe- teams this year they have. Are you okay, Alabama. Shannon? Do you know where you're going? No. I yeah. Don't. Are you lost uh, in a Are you lost in a cul-de-sac? I'm lost. <laughs> Um, Bama, Ohio State, Florida State, USC. That's our top four going into the season. Do you, does that A sound good and B? Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, look. That's tomorrow. That is it for us today. Shannon, That's tomorrow, and that is doing it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it! Fuck it! We're doing live! I can go right now, we're doing live! Fuck it, we're gonna do it live, damn it, Justin! (laughs) Alright, go Bill O'Reilly, man. Tighten up, man. Tighten up. Where are you going? Yeah, fuck it. We'll just go with that. If we're gonna record next week, then I'll uh, prepare better for next so, week. No, it, it's, uh, it, it's all good. So the tease is, you know, you did your one teaser pick. Uh, you'll get yeah. back to that. Uh, obviously, uh, yay for the um, you know college football season kind of cranking up. Uh, do you have one or two like favorite storylines going into the season though? Um, my team this year, my my dark horse, if you will, if you want to queue up Katy Perry, go for it. I, I'm thinking Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State, man. I'm a man. I'm fifty. Isn't he fifty now? He's fifty now. Oh this is the anniversary of the I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> He, he needs to break that out this year. He needs I, to I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. 
Fuck yeah! That's what should happen. <laughs> My God, D, I'm a man, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma's going to be good, but I mean, they lost Bob Stoops. Um, Baker Mayfield lost his top two running backs and D.D. Westbrook. So I don't know if he's going to be as good as he was last year. Yeah. I think Oklahoma State's kind of like that under – that's my underdog team this year that I think can make the playoff. Okay. They're, they're, they're ranked number 10 going into the season, preseason poll, but I think that's probably like the one team from the Big 12 that can move up into that top four playoff yes! conversation. Yes. <laughs> nice. So we'll take the I'm a man, I'm 50, <laughs> Mike Gundy. Uh, by the way, uh, sixty is gonna be like, get off my lawn. That's right. I'm a man. I'm sixty. Get off my lawn. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Only if he does it in the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, then it'd be really great. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark, do you have a favorite storyline or anything going into the uh, college football season? Or are you just happy to see um, it uh, kind of back? And I'm, just happy, I'm just happy to see it back. I can't Fair say point. I've uh, gotten involved yet. Side note: I love the fact that there's a Chick Fil A in the Atlanta Falcon Stadium. Because, of course, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A when it's Sunday and you're like, oh, man, oh, because everybody in that freaking stadium is going to be like, Chick-fil-A, oh, nonstop. Tell you how many times we have said, oh, let's go grab some Chick-fil-A. Damn it, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. I cannot tell you how many times we have done that. It happens a ton. Oh, my god, It happens a ton. Falcons, you get an F. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's cool that it's in there, but I think they're actually, I think one of their official sponsors is Zaxby's, so it's really funny they have, like, Zaxby's and Chick-fil-A, because it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Mark, uh, incidentally, I've seen some reports where they, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the hit, the, I don't know why the Browns are going, like, we're going to try to take Odell Beckham out of a preseason game, it makes no sense to me, a little weird, and I've seen some, you know, various stuff as far as what this timeline is for recovery, and that might even stretch into the regular season. But since you cursed them by actually watching the preseason game, um, I hope that you no longer watch any preseason football for the Giants. <laughs> um, but uh, all kidding aside, because um, you, you, you figure in between Brandon Marshall and Odell Beckham, I mean, you have to be at least excited about what that receiving core could be in the regular season. So, I mean, how, like, like are, are you moderately concerned or very concerned about the, kind of this bang-up injury stuff with Beckham? I'm definitely very concerned, um, but uh, but hopeful that, I mean, if, if he hasn't missed the first game, it sucks, but, you know, that you can certainly get past that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a dirty pool. I mean, I freaking, I watched 10 minutes of the game, so it's not like I watched the full game, and I pretty much never watched preseason because I'm just, you know, Mr. Anti preseason, Bahumbug kind of dude, and uh, that happens. <laughs> yes, so, you are. Yeah, I'd say I'm swearing off preseason forever now. Um, <laughs> That's the first and last time. No more. First, first and last time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm of course, like all of us, I'm super excited for the season. Um, yeah. I, I weirdly don't love that. I feel like there's a whole lot of publicity hype, like or, or outside, like. 
high expectations for the Giants. I feel I, I so often feel like they do you know, so much better when they're they're doubted or when you know, people don't expect much from them. Somebody told me one of the big publications, I don't know if it was true or not, I didn't look into it, but mm-hmm. uh, one of the major sports publications had the Giants winning the Super Bowl, which... That's pretty I mean, bold. That's bold. And and again, personally, I, I don't like that. I I don't. It's just I, I I see them so much better as you know, coming up as the the underdog, even if it's you know slight underdog. But um, that's a um, bold move, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, they'll have the November lane. Everybody's gonna hate on them, and then they can make their <laughs> comeback. That's that's fine with me. Works for me. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I, I certainly the receiving core should be one of the tops in the league and uh certainly I, I some potential for that a great pickup so yeah. I'm, I mean i'm i'm very excited to see it and see what they look like in the regular season yeah all right well let's dance around a couple of things real quick as we wrap up and get out of here uh number one uh whitfield is not with us tonight uh he's actually working so yay for that <laughs> But I love the fact that Whitfield calls me before the pocket, like, I don't know, about 9 o'clock. And he's like, hey, man, uh, so why don't you Skype me in and I'll pop in when I go on break. I'm like, dude, you're going to work. Go go to work. Okay, go to work. This is not Friday, man. And even if you're going to go Friday, that's supposed to be your day off. If you get fired for listening to, you know what I mean? If, if your dumbass gets fired for trying to podcast while you're at work, your ass deserves to be fired. How you gonna get fired on your day off? <laughs> Smoking! Smoking! <laughs> Talking about she look like Janet Jackson, looking more like Freddie Jackson. Um... <laughs> Miss Parker, Miss Parker. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, uh, so Whitfield was not able to join us tonight, but uh, don't worry, we have Chewbacca. <laughs> and as always, uh, the effect is about the same. <laughs> uh, I'm he just kidding. Break out the one Chewbacca he always does. <laughs> <laughs> that would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and of course, as always, you know, me kind of taking that power nap. I was trying to imitate what Whitfield normally does every podcast. Uh, it seems like, yeah, so. he he deserves to get hung up on almost every single. That, Matt, I love you, but yeah, you usually usually run out of gas. <laughs> That's right. It makes go to Taco for... Bell, son. You won't run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> that, there you go. Hey, that's true story. Hashtag true story. Also true story, and uh, I, I find it to be ridiculous. And a lot of people talked about it today. Local sports radio and uh, Dan Patrick was talking about it. So I got some national pub too. Um, but just <laughs> there's a point where sometimes you make things, and, and I think it's just a you're like the heart's in the right place, but it, it just doesn't work out really well. And this whole thing with ESPN pulling the uh, announcer off the Virginia game. <laughs> Is it, it, oh, it, it, it Robert gosh. Lee? So they pull Robert Lee off of the Virginia game, obviously t- as a reaction to the Charlottesville protest with Robert E. Lee. And I know that was a, a huge thing and a lot of national attention. And, you know, that's a pretty wide political spectrum of reaction to that. So we're not so much talking about that per se, but this was a preemptive move. And they said, quote, we collectively made the decision with Robert to switch games as the tragic events in Charlottesville were unfolding simply because of the coincidence of his name. 
in that moment, it felt right to all parties, and it's a shame that this is even a topic of conversation. We regret that who calls play-by-play for a football game has become an issue. Well, it wasn't an issue until you pulled him and made it an issue. And maybe it, <laughs> maybe it shouldn't have gotten leaked to the press. Maybe it shouldn't have become a story. But by focusing on something that is that ridiculous, the fact that his, his actual name is Robert Lee, his, that's his birth name. That's that's his name. I don't think anybody. I would hope that people, that viewers, aren't so naive and so stupid to go. Oh my God, the announcer's name is Robert Lee. Other than some stupidity on Twitter, because there's always stupidity on Twitter. But you you know what I mean. There's always somebody that's going to troll or make a meme that, or something silly. And I that would have been the fun. Like, yeah. Oh hey, Rob Lee's calling the game. Isn't that funny? I mean, I would have okay, laughed. what happened in the game. Right. I mean, and, you know, Mark, you and I talk about how, you know, humor and sometimes dark humor, it, 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 that's a release point, right? And so sometimes yeah. these things you see, particularly in, with a lot of serious things, is there's kind of this under this humor underbelly that peeks out. And I, I just think it's a shame because even if there had been some Twitter trolling or people kind of, uh, you know, making fun of that, I don't know how much notice. It's a, it's a Virginia game. Right. Well, the, pro- the problem is the problem is, and I mean, I think they, they I think the ESPN even even made a, a comment on this is, is yeah, that's what they were hoping to avoid was was the the memeing of, of and, right. and, and you know, public joking about. Well, now it's going to be tenfold because oh, because, because they, they 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 themselves brought attention to it. I mean, I'm you know. I'm Mr. Bleeding Heart Liberal. I'm supposed to be, I guess, you know, Mr. Politically Correct in a lot of things. And there, there are certain things that I, that I would be. But this is asinine. I mean, he's an a- a- Asian uh, gentleman who Lee is one of the you know, most common Asian last names. It's, it's just it's not a, an issue. Anybody who actually would, would, would make it an issue um, is asinine. And, and, yeah, dealing with a little bit of Twitter trolling versus what's going to come now, they, they, they clearly made the wrong, wrong decision. I get that they, they didn't think that it would come to light, uh, that it had been done. And, and I, 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 tr- I even trust that, you know, that, yeah, he was fine with it. I mean, it's, it's, not, it, it's not a big deal, and it shouldn't have been a big deal, but they made it a deal. They, they themselves you know, <laughs> made, made this a story. And so I, I have no sympathy, and, and it's, just, it's just stupid. It's just so stupid. And now it's going to get ten times more yeah. attention than it would have. Well, it, it already mm-hmm. has. And, and I, you know, I, I, whether or not they would change what their decision was, I, I don't know. But it's one of those things. It's just it, it's too much of an overreaction because it's nonsensical. That's his name. You know, unless, unless he all of a sudden started to go by Robert E. Lee to be funny. You know what I mean? And that's I mean, the, unless that's like his porn name or whatever. <laughs> what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got I got some monuments for your avenue. Uh, look, <laughs> just, <laughs> I'll I'll erect a statue for you. <laughs> wow! Like Rubber Ely, not Robert Ely. Oh my, <laughs> Robert E. Lee. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, at least you didn't go to the South. Will rise again. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that took a turn for the worse. Jesus. <laughs> oh, we can't. <laughs> but is it Robert E? Oh, thanks. Freaking YouTube. I, I set that up about as good as I. I I'm going to try it again. Robert E. There you go. Second. You know what? Thank yes. You know what, Bill, Bill Riley? You're right. 
We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. And YouTube will screw it up. <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. But uh, no, I, 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 again, this is one of those things where it's like, I think it's just an overreaction, and maybe it was. You know, one of those things where they were trying to be proactive about it, but it's just—I think for most people, you go, you—you you didn't need to do that. That—that's such a—that—that's just—that's too far. That's too far, and you take something that's—I I doubt any—I really, really doubt a lot of people would have made that connection. Maybe somebody would have, uh, but it probably would have been relatively contained on on Twitter. Maybe a few trolls. And it, you've you've taken something that that would have been a relatively small piece, and it's got. I mean, it, it's blown up all over the place. Local talk radio, Dan Patrick. Obviously, if you listen to any sports talk radio at all, you probably listen to Dan Patrick. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's on that stage. So, right. I, I think thing, I like, think that blew up in their face, no doubt. Sports is dead right now. Like, like you've got baseball and like a, a Kyrie, but like overall kind of like you know kind of like in the the late dead stages but like once football kicks up this would be like a funny ha-ha thing yeah but then it would you talk about the big games from the weekend right and you know this what would be yeah it'd be like one of the like oh by the way robert lee called this the uva game and florida state alabama was one hell of a game and they're talking about that for an hour i mean right. it's I, I think it would have been a, 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 a small footnote. Absolutely. I really do. I, I, just a small, small, small footnote. Uh, so that, that blew up. One uh, side note to that, as I was reading about these, and I was reading you know th- th- this article in this paper and this site and this thing, some of the user comments are pretty fantastic uh, on that. But I thought this was a good line from Deadspin, and it's that <laughs> there's not really an amount of damage control that the network can do at this point to salvage a narrative of political correctness gone amok that has now run completely away from them. Because, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. But getting back to what people usually do, which is to make fun of things, a little bit of uh, you know shenanigans, since the focus was on uh, Robert Lee, uh, Daily Snark had an article that said, uh, what, uh, worse than your name being Robert Lee, this Ravens broadcaster's name is Jerry Sandusky. So they, they said, if you, if you think having your name be the same as a Civil War general whose statue is being called to be torn down, uh, let's introduce you to Jerry Sandusky, uh, announcer for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> that, that poor bastard. Yeah. Did you see the, the, the dude that is a PFT commenter on Twitter? I think that's his name. Yeah, I, yeah. I, is that the one where he said, like, I'll be boycotting ESPN until they fix this travesty by forcing Ravens announcer Jerry Sandusky at gunpoint to do play-by-play for Penn State? Correct, yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I also like Jerry Sandusky. follow, by the way. He's, he's got good. Yeah, th- that one's pretty fantastic. Uh, and I like Jerry Sandusky tweeted out. He said, uh, hey, here are my thoughts. It's time we all commit to stop evaluating others based on the color of their skin and the sound of their name. <laughs> and you know what? That's a fair point, Mr. Sandusky. Yes. Yeah, I like how in parenthesis, Daily Snark said, uh, in parenthesis, the one who doesn't rape kids. We, oh, I, I, don't know that we I don't know that we needed that clarification, but still. Anywho... And that's that's savage AF right yeah, that, there, dude. That's... Uh, speaking of savage, 
since we've had a long pause in recording, uh, one thing that we uh, haven't really touched on um, is is OJ Simpson. And I love the fact uh, well, I shouldn't say I love the fact, but you know, again, the internet's full of a holes and uh, wannabe comedians and dark humor, uh, as as we all know. I appreciate. Um, <laughs> someone made a tender profile for OJ Simpson for when he gets out of prison. Uh oh. So it's a picture of the juice. And on the bottom of it, it shows the tires of the white Bronco on the highway. And it just says Ornthal, 70, three miles away. Really excited to be back in the dating game. People say I'm a killer time. I love the thrill of the chase. Best, <laughs> best present I ever got was a pair of gloves that didn't fit. And the ringer. I prefer white women. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> I can't believe it's tasteless and it's like it. I mean, it, it's terrible. <laughs> Somebody did it, and I couldn't help but laugh. But it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But I, I laughed. But it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> On the bright side, Mark, and just to let you know that uh, uh, police confiscated thousands of ecstasy pills that looked like Donald Trump. Does that make you feel better than the OJ story? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. German police, German police confiscated that over forty-five. <laughs> in the story on uh, Gizmodo, over forty-five thousand dollars worth of fun uh, drugs that European nightclub goers will not be enjoying this August. Sad exclamation point. <laughs> now, Mark, you do realize that Trump was in Arizona yesterday, and he won't be there when you're there on Friday, right? Oh, sucks. I'm sure Mark is terrifically, <laughs> terrifically disappointed. Up. Heard it was another another amazing speech. I'm so sad I missed it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, side note. Um, <laughs> one thing that I, I think was great, and it's a shame Whitfield's not here tonight because he would totally be on this. But uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn uh, broke up, and so now Vikings fans are recruiting Olivia Munn <laughs> after the breakup. Uh, and some of some of the tweets are great, and I love this. And I can't believe we didn't think of this, but. Because uh, the Vikings have the whole skull thing, and so now they're like Skolivia. I'm like, that's nice. effing brilliant, man. Effing brilliant. And even the official Vikings Twitter account joined in on it, and they uh, said, "There's always a seat open for you at our stadium at Molivia Mon." And they also said, "Or should we say Skolivia?" So well done, well done, A for the day. I like that. I like that. That was fun. Uh, I also like the fact that Mark, did you realize that uh, Aaron Rodgers is a big Game of Thrones fan? I did not. Yeah, he has all kinds of random stuff tied in there, um, and I, I think we're safe to say we don't have to worry about spoilers at this point. I mean, realistically, right? We're safe with that, aren't we? I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's like Wednesday, so this will yeah. be posted on a Thursday. If you haven't watched it by then, you don't have HBO, and it's not anybody's fault but you. <laughs> Um, learn, learn, learn how to steal somebody's HBO Go password. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> or ask nice. Or as Magic Johnson would say, <laughs> I'll just wake it. I'll, I'll wake it, Mark, for that one. Uh, but uh, Aaron Rodgers had a tweet that said, "Wish that Hail Mary hadn't been completed tonight." Hashtag Thrones. <laughs> but uh, the the offshoot of that, and I thought this was great because uh, you know one of the things with the preseason has been quarterback stuff. So you have the Colin Kaepernick story, obviously Jay Cutler coming back to the Dolphins. I'm totally intrigued by the Jay Cutler drama. It might totally suck a fat bag of ass, 
But I love the fact that Jay Cutler's coming back and playing for the Dolphins, dude. Um, pe- people are going to overdraft him to fantasy. He's going he's gonna to heartbreak people. It's going to be great. He's going to be the guy that you bench, and he plays great, and then you start him, and he kills you. That's what Jay Cutler does to you. Justin's true. You know, I just had a horrible song, Jay Cutler. What? Cutler's back. All right. <laughs> Good little backstreet, Jay Cutler. It's a nice pull. It's a nice pull. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. I want you to work on that, and we'll have you sing it at some point. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's we'll lose gonna, all our viewers at that that's point. That's okay. That's your mission. We'll just blame the a- 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 alcohol, and, and we'll say it's like a tryout for Shazam. We'll submit that to the producers of the show and see, like, look, guys, you got to take us. Um, but with, And obviously the Jets are a quarterback dumpster fire. Um, oh, before we had the power loss, I meant to tell you, because Mark mentioned it, and I told Mark at the beginning of the podcast to, to hold on for a second. So there was a report that the Indianapolis Colts were interested in trading for Brock Osweiler. <laughs> now that's a face palm if I've ever seen one out of Shannon. Look at that. Jean-Luc Picard says that's a good face palm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is going to drive Shannon to drinking tequila. We watched it, folks. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, Matt Glenzik of the Indy Star is is one of the ones that reported that. I, again, oh I, don't, I don't know that's true, but he basically said it's more of an indictment on Scott Tolzien than anything else. Really? You think? <laughs> Thanks. Just for- go freaking get Ka- Kaepernick, man. Just <laughs> no. What you don't want? You don't want to get cock brocked in Indy? Come on, man! Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh my ass off. If not only did you have to suffer through T Rich, at least you you were genuinely excited about T Rich, and it was disaster. But I'm gonna have to laugh my ass off if you end up as a Colts fan having to suffer through. Bro- That's not nice of me to say, but I honestly I, I will laugh. Have to break up with the Colts if that happens. <laughs> How I much, may have to. How much? How much? How much? How much would Ursay be drawn at that point in time? I might, and I may have to dump them. How much would Ursay have to be drinking for that that to come to fruition? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. So uh, I the, mean, if if that MF brings in Brock Osweiler, it makes a trade for that dude. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm handing in my jersey. I'm calling it a day. Now, you can be a retro Colts fan. You can be a fan, Peyton Manning era fan. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'll, I'll keep my uh, Peyton Manning jersey that I have at the house, but everything else is going to go. <laughs> Savage. Mark says you can be a Giants fan. We have the other Manning. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> offshoot of that, just to let you know, in this conversation, because I'm telling you, I'm going to die. I'm going to laugh so hard. And I, look, I'm a fan of a team that has any number of dysfunctional problems. I've developed a sense of humor, other than the fucking Panthers game with, with the inadvertent whistle and Donovan, that dickhead McNabb. Other than those two guys, I've developed a really good sense of humor when it comes to the Redskins, okay? You know what I'm saying? Other than those two incidents, not mentioning McNabb or Albert Hainsworth, I hate that dude too. <laughs> those are right, those 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 three or Ron Beckman. Okay, those four things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hainsworth right. is a professional thief. Okay, he is a thief. He is a thief. 
Yeah. Andre Garou Giroud. <laughs> Andre Garou What about with a, with I, Hey Shannon, Shannon, but what about iCube? <laughs> what, what about iCube? Um anyway, uh speaking of like <laughs> issues with quarterbacks, obviously the Jets. This was our Game of Thrones tie-in. So uh I saw lots of great things and memes with and Shannon, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones. Randy does, Mark does. And hope and Lindy does not, but uh, I think he just likes to make fun of stuff. So I'm sure he's familiar with what happened. Um, so I, I I loved all the Olympic memes with the Night King, right? <laughs> Throwing a javelin or whatever that was pretty funny. But I especially love after the Night King totally cranks out that unbelievable throw with the ice spear to get the dragon. I love the fact that all these people are like, as a Jets fan. I'm over Sam Darnold. I'm all in for the Night King in 2018. Why don't the Jets, why don't the Jets just send the Night King? We saw it last night. He has the arm strength and the accuracy. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. That's pretty fantastic. The only way to destroy the Night King is for the Jets to sign him. I was like, that's the winner? That's dirty. <laughs> that's, that's the winner, man. Oh. Man, I mean, yeah. At least we know Kirk Cousins know how, knows how to bend the knee, so... <laughs> that's that's a good pull, Shannon. That's a good pull. That was, that was, that was quality. I don't remember. Were they playing? The, was it the Giants when he did that? Like at the end of the first yeah. half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yes. stupid. I hope that you get Brock Osweiler and he takes knees all over the damn place. <laughs> I hope. I hope he takes a knee in the hole that Trent Richardson couldn't hit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And just remember, <laughs> that's a pretty big hole. And just remember, Brock Eiswaller has no regrets. Regrets. You know, I was um, working extremely hard as far as mastering the playbook, studying the playbook, getting to know my teammates, um, doing everything I could off the field. Um, I had a great summer preparation. No regrets. Yeah, he's mastering something, all right. <laughs> no I'm, reg- telling, I'm telling you now, dude. No regrets. If, if that freaking dirtbag Ursay <laughs> grades for Osweiler, I am done. Dude, I, honestly, I think it would be way more entertaining if the Colts signed Colin Kaepernick. I and mean, uh, there's there's some baggage with Kaepernick. There is. I mean, you got. Oh my God, you got all these protests with him at the moment. Oh, Kaepernick in Midwest America. Oh that, my God, that could that could be a bit, bit of a hoot. Um, but uh, you know, if you're just talking, if you're just talking as from a quarterback standpoint, dude, give me Kaepernick all day over over Brock freaking oh, Osweiler yes. all, yeah. all day. Because if nothing else, Colin Kaepernick can run. You know what yes. I mean? If nothing else. So yeah, else. Yes. I, th- I think I would take that and a little bit of fan protests um, to get that done. Yeah. I would do that. But Brock, no, Brock Oswald, no, no, that's all no bad. Deal. No deal. No deal. No deal. Anyway, guys, I think we need to wrap up and get out of here. <laughs> um, we inadvertently went from, oh, my God, segment one was over at 1215 or 1230. And we had power loss. Um, and now it's almost two o'clock in the morning. So. <laughs> Probably time to get out of here. Yes. Yeah. Summer job stories from you. Oh. Okay. So well, I guess Jimmy one. Fallon decided we needed our the worst summer job, so we'll we'll cherry pick out a couple of them for you <laughs> as summer wraps up. I do like this one. 
This one's from at Christina Laurie. One, she said, I worked at a Mexican restaurant one summer, and a customer complained about broken chips with their salsa. From then on, my job was to sort out all the broken chips before they went out. Oh. Shannon, if Brock Osweiler shows up at the Colts, that's what you're going to be condemned to. You're going to be sorting broken chips out. <laughs> yeah, because my fist is going to be breaking all the chips. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I know, dude. Here we go. We got another one. Let's see here. I got hired as an assistant lawn care specialist. My whole job was to keep a hose untangled. I got fired because I looked bored. Uh, she says, I worked for a chiropractor over the summer, and he said that one of my job duties was to braid his hair. She says, I was the only hostess at a restaurant short enough to slide under the bathroom stall doors to fix them when they self-locked. It's like... That's a bad job. Wow. That's a bad job. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mr. Hines. I know. He says the community pool I worked at accidentally booked too many lifeguards, so I was made assistant to the lifeguard. I just stood next to the lifeguard chair. That's a bummer. <laughs> Guys, yeah. My worst summer job. I mean, if you get paid. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. So my worst summer job, Brock Osweiler edition, right? That's <laughs> it's coming for you, Shannon. I'm telling you, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. It's going to happen. No, just say no, Jimmy. Just say no. I, listen, Jim, I understand that it's hard for you to say no. <laughs> but as Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan said in the 80s, just say <laughs> just no. Just say no? <laughs> just say That's no what to, I'm talking about. to Hey, where are the white women at? Who wants a mustache, right? Oh, what's <laughs> in the box? T-Rich. <laughs> Just, just listen, T. Rich. That just let that be it. Let that be the bad trade you made, dude. If you get, if they already got okie doke by the Browns once, you can't lose to the Browns twice, no. can you? No. Stop, <laughs> dude. If you lose to the Browns twice, yeah, give me a drink. And oh, uh, one last thing. Todd. Todd. It's <laughs> it's it's ten o'clock, bruh. Alright? It's ten o'clock. Come on, man. Come on, man. Fill up a growler of beer. Alright? Unless you're gonna go like that person that totally gave Shannon the wrong one. Okay, fill up a growler beer, go home, draft. It's 10 o'clock, dude. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's 10 o'clock! It's okay. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get the hell out of here. Hey, guys, man, it was fun. It was great to catch up. Um, we'll have to roll back up at some point next week, week after, whatever. Um, obviously, we'll get to some NFL preview. We'll touch on that. <laughs> obviously, fantasy stuff as well as we get back into fantasy football, but... Uh, great to catch up for a little bit. Uh, sorry we had the power loss. I don't know how much of the podcast we lost with that. I guess I'll find out tomorrow when I sort through it. But uh, good to catch up, drink a beer, kind of BS a little bit. And uh, look, guys, have a great time in Vegas, man. Oh, have yeah. a great, great, great time in Vegas. One really good story, okay? There are probably going to be multiple, but we'll at, at the least. minimum, just one really good story that you have to share on the podcast. Guaranteed. At least. Alright. Well, make sure your wives don't listen to the podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> so yes. have fun with it. Get some good bets. Enjoy the video game, video game convention. And uh, Lorna, if you see an iCube anywhere around there, I want you to buy one for me, please. <laughs> that, uh, that, that, sure thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> It's uh, damn good to get me back again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So we'll rally up. We'll start getting back in gear again. Hey, we had our summer break. It was fun. Uh, but it's almost time to get back down to business. So consider this a little preseason, a little sports group preseason podcast. Yeah, it it may show. We might be a smidge, a smidge rusty. That's okay. That's okay. That's it, what she said. I know. Hey, look, just warming up, Mark. <laughs> just, war- just, just warming up, man. That's all. That's all. But safe travels. Have a great time. We'll catch you on the flip side. Everybody else, keyword sports brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, uh, any other number of things, Google Play, etc. Live Sportscaster. Live Sportscaster.com. Can't be forgetting them. Uh, LiveSportsCaster.com. Again, keywords are sports and brew. We know you love sports. We know you love brew. That's the way to go, man. Have a little fun with it. Uh, for all of us to all of you, enjoy it. Lindy, power wall and power ball. All right. Yeah, bro. Do Lance Armstrong proud. Okay? Well, if you won, we need a sponsor, man. It's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> I already tweeted you, Lindy, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nice. And on that note, we'll catch you on the flip side oh and shannon i i did owe you and i think i forgot certainly a rest in peace to uh chester bennington and that was a bummer uh i think it caught all of us off guard didn't record in the midst of all that stuff but certainly want to take a moment just to uh you know we talked about glenn campbell rest in peace for him and you know it's just it's so weird in between you know cornell and now chester and i mean you think about the bands that we grew up with that are just some of the voices some of the artists some of the musicians that are gone it's weird dude yes really 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 weird i don't know i don't know what we'd go out on but i mean there's any number of lincoln park songs we can talk about that at a different time maybe we'll do some intros at some point just for fun but i'll go out with one of the one of my favorites which is uh what i've done that's Love good. the song, man. Absolutely. So, gentlemen, we'll catch you in the flip Salute. side. Salute and Salute. peace out. Peace out. Right now. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>